Blog Talk Radio. See, I've been watching you for a while, smiling stuff, but I know I can be with you for the night, alright? Is that alright, baby, baby?
Given what most Americans believe, the next statement may be more shocking than any previous. The fact is, the United States is not a country, but a corporation contractually created by the Constitution. Your state is a country, per the law, and your original citizenship is of that country. Our founders instituted themselves to be first and foremost citizens of their respective states. As of 1787, those states already had formed a union, and they created the Constitution for the purpose of perfecting that union in forming a national government. They did not intend that the new nation have any jurisdiction or powers over the states or their citizens that were not specifically enumerated in the Constitution. They stated this point quite clearly in Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17 of the Constitution. They granted the United States exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over such district not exceeding 10 miles square as may become the seat of the government of the United States, our District of Columbia, and to exercise authority over all places purchased by the consent of the states. And that is all. The framers further secured the rights of the people with the Ninth and Tenth Amendments in the Bill of Rights. In the Ninth, they established that the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. And in the Tenth, they made clear that the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively, or to the people. The only way the federal government can have any jurisdiction beyond these constitutional clauses is by written permission or contract. Which leads us to another piece of the puzzle, the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, ratified in 1868 following the Civil War. As barbaric as it may sound today, the black slaves prior to the conclusion of the Civil War were legally considered to be property with none of the rights or privileges of free-born people only duties. The money interests took advantage of America's desire to free the slaves and found a way to use the swiftly adopted post-war constitutional amendments to enslave all of the people. The deceit is in the wording of both the 13th and 14th Amendments. You will note that the 13th Amendment provides that neither slavery nor involuntary servitude shall exist within the United States. But why the emphasis on involuntary servitude? Isn't it the same thing as slavery? Sure it is. But they had to mention the concept of involuntary servitude because they wished to retain another type of slavery, voluntary servitude. Voluntary servitude is an ancient and established concept. It was the way serfs became subjects to their lords during feudal times in England and other European countries. It was a way for free men to earn a living at a time when all property was held by a select few, and thus anyone who wanted to farm and support their family had first to agree to be subject to a lord of the land. Our forefathers hated this concept and designed our Constitution to exclude titles of nobility, making all Americans sovereign. The 14th Amendment turned the intention of the founders on its ear by making voluntary servitude a requirement for former slaves to gain the rights already guaranteed to free-born United States citizens. 
When the slaves were released from their involuntary servitude following the war, their status was changed from that of being property to that of being a person. But being a person still entitled them to none of the rights associated with citizenship. So the 14th Amendment ostensibly was written to provide the former slaves with the same constitutional rights of freeborn American citizens, but only if they agreed first to become subject to the jurisdiction of the corporate United States, making oneself paramountly, that is, first subject to the jurisdiction of the laws of the United States, however, limits access to parts of the Bill of Rights, as we'll explain in a moment. But first remember, anyone who voluntarily subjects himself to the laws or jurisdiction of another is, in every way, obligated to abide by the terms of any contracts or laws established by whomever establishes the rules of the contract. In simple terms, this meant that the former slaves became subjects first to the United States and secondly to the state in which they lived. They had no sovereignty whatsoever. This status had never existed in the United States prior to that time. The 14th Amendment created a new class of citizenship in the United States, a second-class citizenship. Up until 1868, every American was a paramount citizen of their state, and by virtue of that, also a citizen of the United States, with full individual sovereignty as guaranteed by Amendments 9 and 10 in the Bill of Rights. But so-called naturalized citizens, or 14th Amendment citizens, are paramountly subject to all laws of the United States, and, having no status as freeborn citizens, have no access at all to the unenumerated rights retained for the people by Articles 9 and 10 of the Bill of Rights. That's because, in order to get any rights at all, they had to subject themselves to the jurisdiction of the corporate United States, which left them no unenumerated rights. The only rights they had were those specifically written into the Constitution. The sad tragedy of America today is that all U.S. citizens, regardless of race, are now 14th Amendment slaves due to contracts with the government of the United States through Social Security, birth certificates, driving licenses, citizenship statements, tax forms, and many other documents. The true paramount citizenship that all Americans deserve is that of their respective state, which is a sovereign citizenship. Such status would exempt them from federal and state income taxes, as well as property and inheritance taxes. This sovereign citizenship was the status held by our forefathers. Now, if you're still thinking that the U.S. government needs to have a central bank and collect income tax or it will collapse, think again. Over two-thirds of the federal government's income is derived from sources other than income tax. There is even evidence suggesting that none of your income tax is used by the government. Fees, excise taxes, tariffs, sales taxes, and other forms of income have easily supported the U.S. budget in the past and could easily support it now. We have done without a national bank for large stretches of our history, and the U.S. Treasury is perfectly capable of printing and managing a money supply. In fact, the only constitutionally sanctioned currency is backed by gold, or other precious metals. This is a far more stable form of currency and is the type of money the Treasury was designed to handle.
The government was doing so well collecting money under these original laws that it had amassed a huge surplus by the time this cartoon was penned a hundred years later in 1887, when there still was no income tax collected at all. Up to this point, we have shown you how the money interests have, one, established the Federal Reserve System, and two, exploited a second class of citizenship created by the 14th Amendment for other purposes and we have mentioned a few names involved in the creation of the Fed. But there are other organizations working for our economic enslavement as well, along with other extremely rich and powerful international bankers. Those who support the Fed have created a global movement to centralize economic power in various puppet organizations that preach peace and stability through some variation of socialism but act aggressively to draw nations into a web of foreign debt and servitude to their agenda. The United Nations, the World Monetary Fund, and the Council on Foreign Relations are all committed to an agenda of world domination through manipulation of economic power. The Council on Foreign Relations openly admits to being a private club, yet it is the primary recruiting post in both international banking and the federal government of the United States. Richard Nixon, Nelson Rockefeller, John Foster Dulles, Dean Rusk, Alger Hiss, Robert S. McNamara, and every president since FDR, with the exception of John Kennedy, have been members of this exclusive club where super financiers and your elected representatives can mix freely and plan the next step in the consolidation of power in a new world order. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on The Bottom Line with Joey L. On the New Evolution Radio Network. Have a look at this, this graph. To frame it, it's UK private debt since 1880. And you can see what happens around the Great Depression. Uh, and then suddenly Thatcher comes to power, private debt takes off. Richard. Uh, financial sector, a, a bloated or a dominant financial sector, its effect, in your view, on the real economy? Well, first of all, it's interesting that um, the national income accountants who think a lot about the overall economy, how to measure it and how to you know, structure the data, they actually have been struggling for decades with uh, the question, what to do with the financial sector? Why? Because uh, GDP is actually created by national income accounting by adding up value-added activities. And that's where the financial sector has a problem. What is the value added? Um, and it's, it's been so difficult that essentially the um, national accounting statisticians have to make up a fictional value and just add it onto GDP and say, okay, that's, we can say that maybe is, is what the financial sector is doing. Because essentially, there is no value added, there's value extracted. And so, really, you need to subtract it from GDP. Has the finance sector, the fire sector, has it become a cost center? Because is, is, there, as, you know, is there a sweet spot where it's actually serving humanity, society, and facilitating business? And when it becomes a profit generator in and of itself, it becomes detrimental to the wider, to the wider world. Start with you. 
Well, exactly. Um, even the mainstream textbooks in finance, banking, and macro monetary economics will, will show banks as financial intermediaries. Now, there's, there's a problem with that. It's clear there is a high price that we're paying for this, what should be a humble intermediation service that's being performed. And the salaries that are being paid are uh, you know, famously very high, which is very strange if they're just intermediaries. Logically, where does that end up? I think there's a structural problem. That is the concentration of the banking sector. So in the UK, five banks account for 90% of deposits, which is one of the most concentrated banking systems in the world. In Germany, um, those high street banks account for 12% of deposits, and 70% of deposits are accounted for by 1,500 local not-for-profit community banks. There's a general tendency when an organization gets large and larger and larger and gets very big, um, essentially decisions are made without accountability and the temptations of power strike. Lord Acton famously put it this way, you know, um, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. So when you have very large banks and only five of them dominating the economy and through the political mechanism and the already financial sector centered political system and political infrastructure, you know, the city of London having a person in parliament that is not elected, the remembrancer, and you know, all these rights of the square mile as a sovereign state, you know, all these things. And the Queen needs permission and to go there, right? Exactly. And so what you will get is large banks only wanting to deal with large customers in order to do large deals. And that's also where you get the large bonuses. Well, we've done a study on the US, which has the biggest banking sector in the world, over 15,000 banks of all sizes and shapes. The very large banks deal with the very large customers, give very large loans. The medium-sized banks give medium-sized loans. Who is lending to small firms? It is only the small banks. Now, the UK doesn't have those. So the structure has become too concentrated. And what is badly needed in the UK is decentralization. One has to break up the, the financial sector and um, have much smaller units because small banks, community banks are locally accountable. You can't suddenly do a crazy project or you know, big corruption because people see what you're doing. But I think you'd argue for decentralized banking system, wouldn't you? Even though you're a city um, oh, devotee. Oh, no, without a doubt. But, but because it's anti-fragile. Like I'd like Richard to comment on this because I am, and I, as I'm sure Richard is, but We've had our Metro Banks, we've had our Aldermores, we've had our One Savings. Challenger Banks, all Challenger, the Challenger, Challenger Banks. Bank. We've had uh, Handels Bank, or Handels Bank, and it's done a fantastic job, but it's still tiny. Exactly. Now, they will stay tiny. The ones um, that are UK Challenger Banks and that are profit-oriented, you, know, you know why? Because the moment they get a bit bigger, yeah. they will be bought up and they will disappear. This is exactly what happened over the last yeah. 100 years. Richard, when you think about inequality, inequality in the UK, and it's a hot topic, and you think about, as you'd like the banking sector to be uh, decentralised, flatter structure, more resilient, how do you begin to uh, talk to the public or the political class about achieving those goals? Essentially, you know, if, if, if um, we want to produce something, we need funding, so there's a role for banks in almost everything that's happening in the economy. But what exactly is that role? I just 
quickly, I'd like to reflect on that. Banks are being thought of as intermediaries, but this are is they? not really what's happening. Banks. What, what are they then? They're creators of the money supply. So you're firmly of the view that banks create money out of thin air? Yes, well, I, I produced the first empirical studies to prove that um, in the 5,000-year history of banking. Banks are thought of as uh, deposit-taking institutions that lend money. The legal reality is banks don't take deposits and banks don't lend money. So what is a deposit? A deposit is not actually a deposit. It's not a bailment. It's not held in custody. Uh, at law, the word deposit is meaningless. The law courts and various judgments have made it very clear if you give your money to a bank, even though it's called a deposit, this money is simply a loan to the bank. That's true. Yeah. So there is no such thing as a deposit. So There's you think it's poorly in its adequately named then? So mm. banks borrow from the public. Okay, so that much we've established. What about lending? Surely they're lending money. Um, no, they don't. Banks don't lend money. Banks, again, at law, it's very clear, they're in the business of purchasing securities. That's it. So you say, okay, don't you know, confuse me with all that legalese. No. I want a loan. I want a loan. Yeah. Fine. Here's the loan contract. Here's the offer letter. And you sign. At law, it's very clear, you have issued a security, namely a promissory note. And the bank is going to purchase that. That's what's happening at Put law. it in layman's terms. What does that mean? It means that um, what the bank is doing is very different from what it presents to the public that it's doing. How does this fit together? So you say, fine, the bank purchases my promissory note, but how do I get my money? I want, you know, it's a I loan, want I want my 200 my grand. Right? I don't care about the details, I want the money. The bank will say, well, you'll find it in your account with us. That would be technically correct. If they say, we'll transfer it to your account, that's wrong, because no money is transferred at all. Law. Put on the mind of God is what you have to do. What does that mean? Go get something. You already got it. El Fatah. Open is your work. The becoming is your work. Everything you need, you got it. If somebody says, be ye perfect, You'd have to already be perfect because you can't put pieces together to make perfect those apart. Perfect is one. Undivided. Unbroken. Complete. Well, brother, let me tell you something. You already got it. You already are it. You just don't know it. And what I mean is this thing here does not know it is perfect. It keeps telling you you're making mistakes. You don't know what you're doing. You can't do that. You don't know how to do that. I'm poor. I ain't got. I don't know what. That ain't where the mind of Christ works. But that's what you want to quiet in your mind. And put, I can, I know how, I am. I so desire. For whatever it is you so desire, you decree it, declare it, and proclaim it. That's how you get it, because that's how you got everything else you got. As to whether you did it consciously or subconsciously, it doesn't matter. You have three levels of mind. The super, 
the conscious and the subconscious, and you think on all three of them. <coughs> it's what you're thinking that makes the difference. If your subconscious keeps making you make mistakes, it's because you keep telling it to do so. And as long as you tell your mind it's broken, it's going to behave like a broken mind. It's going to keep you poor, hungry, and scared. That's imperfect. Turn that shit around. I am G-O-D right now. I am master, able, and noble right now. That's your prayer for transforming yourself to G-O-D. And don't accept anything less than that. Stop being a servant. Stop groveling in your prayers. Claim your divinity. Claim your godhood. Claim the knowledge of the universe. Claim your wealth. Noble Drew Ali told the Moors, each and every one of you, supposed to inherit a million dollars. And he said that in 1920-something. How many millionaires we got now? Hell, you can't... You, what do you mean, not many? We got so many, we can't even count them, man. Where are you living at? I'm trying to tell you something. You have to get you past poverty with this. Quit thinking poor. Quit thinking I don't have it. I don't... I can't get it. Don't look up and see somebody else hit the numbers for $20 million and they tell yourself, I, I can't, I, I, I ain't. I. What the hell are you talking about? Why can't you turn around and tell yourself just the opposite? I didn't win $20 million. That's what the sister did when she opened up the Bible. And the Spirit told her to read those verses in that chapter. And then when she got ready to close the book, the Spirit told her, don't close that book. Write them numbers down. <laughs> and, 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 and carried him to the wind. Wait a minute, I'm talking about right here in New York. A black woman who used to scrub floors for a living. Six million dollars that weekend. She ain't scrubbing nobody's damn floors no more. You know what I'm saying? You know? Quit reaching for the bottom. And the money's on top. Real money. And, and don't ask God for some money. Because a penny is money, and he'll give you a penny if you ask for a penny. You know what I'm saying? Quit asking for cheap shit. <laughs> damn supermarket full of steaks. You go in there and buy some damn beans and rice. What is you doing? You know what I'm saying? Get up here. Why is it you don't think you're supposed to live a wonderful, pleasant, prosperous life. Who told you you weren't supposed to do that? Nobody but you. Well, quit doing that. Yeah, quit going for the okey-doke. It's okey-doke. I'm poor. It's okey-doke. I ain't got shit. It's okey-doke. You know, I'm sick. It's okey-doke. You know, I don't know shit. It's okey-doke. <laughs> quit, quit going for okey-doke. You hear me? Now, I'm talking to your spirit, because that's what's going to get you out of poverty. And that's what's going to get you out of hell. It's the God within yourself.
That's the one you're looking for. That's your best friend. And that's the only one who will be with you forever. When Jesus goes somewhere else, that God will still be there. You sure enough want to make him and her your best friend. A God that will always tell you the truth. Only if you will always listen. When you stop listening, everybody starts telling you a lie. Because that's what you're looking for. When you stop listening to your own truth, Take the responsibility of being God. How do you get there? One way, and one way only. By desire. You have to want to be God. You can't get there no other way. Psychological assumption automatically provides the means to fulfill the dream desire is the law of mind in action. The psychological assumption automatically provides the means to fulfill the dream desire. If you do not have the desire to become God, you are not going to become God, certainly not by accident. That's a car running over you, not God. You have to have it in here. If you want to be a servant, it, that's already in there. That's easy. <laughs> Upgrade. You, you heard the statement, all oh, grow up. Well, yeah, grow up. <laughs> and, and find out you might be 25 feet tall. <laughs> yeah. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. President Donald Trump has lured Democrats and the deep state into a trap that will enable a radical downsizing of the federal bureaucracy. In only five more days of the already longest government shutdown in history, 25 days and counting as of today, a heretofore obscure threshold will be reached, enabling permanent layoffs of bureaucrats furloughed 30 days or more. Don't believe that federal bureaucrats can be laid off? Well, in bureaucraties, a layoff is called an RIF, a reduction in force. And, of course, it comes with a slew of civil service protections. But, if the guidelines are followed, bureaucrats can be laid off, as in no more job. A reduction in force is a systematic elimination of positions. For all practical purposes, a government reduction in force is the same thing as a layoff. Many procedures must be followed, and job performance is the last consideration. But based on the criteria, I'll leave a link in the production notes. 
Employees already furloughed can be laid off once they've been furloughed for 30 days or 22 workdays. The op-ed written by the anonymous senior official in the Trump administration, I narrated it last evening, makes the case that devotion to process eats up most of the time of the federal bureaucrats, and it's also used by enemies of President Trump's initiatives to stymie the legitimate orders issued by his senior officials. People in the know call those Senior Executive Service, or SES. Those officials who waste time and stymie President Trump's initiatives, but now they're not present because, well, they're not categorized as essential. Remember, in the op-ed the anonymous official wrote, Due to the lack of funding, many federal agencies are now operating more effectively from the top down on a fraction of their workforce, with only select essential personnel serving national security tasks. Senior officials can reprioritize during an extended shutdown, focus on valuable results, and weed out the saboteurs. We don't want most employees to return because we're working better without them. Keep in mind that saboteurs cannot be individually identified and laid off, but they can be included in those layoffs if they meet the criteria and they must be given 60 days notice. But once they're gone, they're gone, and they're no longer free to obstruct using the process as their friend, well, because they're gone. If this was the president's plan all along, it would explain why he goaded Chuck and Nancy in his televised meeting with them last year. He boasted that he would claim credit for the shutdown. How could they resist a prolonged government shutdown when the president made it so easy to blame him? President Trump has proven that he is a disruptor who changes the framework of thinking in major issues by refusing to accept the givens, the assumptions of how things have always been done and therefore always must be done. So who's that anonymous senior official that wrote the op-ed? Some people think that it might be Stephen Miller, because he's the sort of bold thinker who might volunteer to telegraph that strategy just five days before the deadline. Give Nancy and Chuck something to think about, and probably reject as unthinkable. Then they can't complain that they weren't warned once the trap is sprung. Such a mass reduction in force would be the Trump version of Ronald Reagan firing the air traffic controllers when they went on an illegal strike in 1981. That move made by Ronald Reagan was completely unexpected by his enemies, vehemently criticized and successful. It taught the leaders of the USSR that Reagan was a man whose threats couldn't be dismissed as mere rhetoric. If you think that Xi Jinping, Kim Jong-un, Angela Merkel and any other foreign leader wouldn't draw the same conclusion from a massive reduction in force? Well, then you're kidding yourself. Narrator's note. My regular subscribers are aware who these non-essential government employees are. They're called Senior Executive Service, or SES. Think of it. Senior Executive Service and their ilk go bye-bye forever. For more information on Senior Executive Service, access my reports. I've narrated many. I've provided links to some of the more popular ones in the production notes below. 
For Headlines with a Voice, this is Nancy Morgan Hart. Two things to get you through this, man. That's patience and persistence. We all aspire. We all have the same emotions. You know, no matter who you are, where you're from, we all have the same emotions. You know, we all want to be successful. 
you know, we all have the same fears of failure. We all have, you know, uh, you know, this uh, feelings of abandonment. We all, you know, want love. Have uh, such a strong belief in yourself that you can quiet out all the outside noise because that's, you're going to need that on every step of the way. There are people that, that are projecting their fears and their um, shortcomings and failures on you. And you have to be very careful, you know, with that. People telling you can't do that. Why can't I? Because they may have tried or they don't believe that they can do it. And it's not really about you. It's about what they feel and their uh, fear inside. So you have to be strong enough and resilient to believe in whatever it is you're trying to do. My uncle, he was telling me, like, I'm never going to... My uncle said I never sold a million records. I sold a million records like a million times. Are you crazy? How are you going to do that? How? You know, I'm sure there's things I do now that he, he can't believe that I was able to accomplish. But he couldn't even see it at the time. Mm. Yeah. So he was just projecting from his fears on me. Lock my body, can't trap my mind. Easily explain why we adapt to crime. I'd rather die enormous than live dormant. That's how we own it. And you got to understand the reason, right? Why does that guy think like that? Right? How do, how do you arrive at that point? You got to also look at that. You have to look at that. You got to look at the environments and places we live in and how things are set up and how things are structured and how we're always the last on the totem pole, even from our school and to our roads to, you know, everything that, we, that all the obstacles that's placed in front of us, even our living conditions. You live in a project. Someone lives here, 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 and here. You know, you have to deal with all these different type of personalities. You have, you're in the box. Someone's above you, below you, to the right of you, and to the left of you. And every day you have to manage that circle. So, living, that's like living dormant. Life is about balance, right? You have to have some type of balance. You have, like, time for work and it's time for play. And if you don't allow these two things to coexist, you have an imbalance. People look at you strange saying you changed, like you worked that hard to stay the same. Like you're doing all this for a reason. And what happens most of the time, people change. People change around you because they start treating you different because of your success. So you are changing. You don't change who you are, the core of who you are, the things you believe, the things you love, and the things you die for, and your principles. You don't change that, but you're going to change who you are. You're going to change. You know, you can't do the same things. You, you can't hang on the corner to yourself, you know, it sounds like a, a very simple thing to do, but it's not. It's not simple to do with all the pressures to succeed and all the pressures to, once you succeed, to stay there. You have a belief in yourself, and, some, and sometimes, in most cases, it's a naivete about who you are and what you can contribute to, um, to the game. Belief in oneself. And knowing who you are, I mean, that's the foundation of everything great. Everything in life is for your greatest good. No matter how difficult it seems at the time, everything is for your greatest good. It's just clearing you out so you can receive your blessings, even a tough time, even a tough time is a 
it's, it's used for us to grow, for us to go through things. So when, when the good times come, we really appreciate it. But you gotta just believe everything is for your greatest good. And anything you want in life, you just gotta set your attention. When you set your we that powerful, with wrong. Every single person here, with that powerful as you can be, when you set your attention and you believe that shit with your whole soul, 100 percent is gonna happen for you. I promise you that. And I'm not saying that because I'm ready to do some I'm saying that because I'm standing on the stage tonight. I'm from the bottom, I'm from the bug, I'm from Marquee Project, I'm from Beverly Stuyvesant in Brooklyn, New York City. And I'm on this stage here tonight doing what I love to do in front of all those beautiful people. And that's what I set my attention. On my first album, I was saying, who's the best in the team? I was telling you, I was coming. It's the adventure trip to Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation. Do you have a big plan? Um, yes, I got a big plan. I'm going to be leaving the world soon. No, and no, going, before, you oh, leave, okay. before you leave. No, before you leave. That's my big plan. No, no, because you're doing valuable work. Do you have a plan of how we could make civilization better, more humane? Yes, or, okay. yes, education. Quite simply, read and study and turn off the television, turn off all the silly nonsense of government. And it's just incredible nonsense. And start educating yourself. The United States federal government is a privately owned company. It's a corporation. The whole government. Of course. It's, a private, it's like General Motors, Ford Motor Company. Uh, Sears. So uh, it's, a, it's a privately owned, but see, most people don't understand. The United States government is a corporation. It is a privately owned company. Who owns it? Oh, well, that's different. Now you're getting. Now, <laughs> no, the right yeah, now you're asking the right question. <laughs> right. Who owns so, <clears throat> so there's a world of difference between the United States and the word United States of America. Oh, really? United States of America is a republic. Uh-huh. It's based on the, con con uh, the, the, the bringing together of 48 separate countries. Each, uh -huh. each state in this unit is a separate country. Okay. And so you're crossing over from California to Nevada is like crossing over from France to Spain. Right. And so you can't do things in Nevada you can do in California. So you, you can't do things in, Cal in New York that you can do in Florida. The United States is the recognition of separate countries, but the United States of America means... Those are United States. Uh -huh. So but each one's a state, like, uh, like the state of Virginia is like the state of Israel. Right. It's a country. It's referred to as a state. And as a matter of fact, you know, there's a world of difference between... <clears throat> there's a world of difference in words and law. I mean... When you go to court, there's a very big difference between a trial by jury or a jury trial. Doesn't mean the same thing. Uh -huh. There's a very big difference between California State and the state of California. Doesn't mean the same it thing. It doesn't. No, what, no. Like, what's the difference there? Cal, right. Cal State is the state we uh -huh. call California. That's the state. Uh -huh. But state of California yeah. is different. What's that has nothing to do with California. That's the federal government operating within the confines of the state of California. 
So anytime you see the state of, that means it's a federal corporation operating within California. But California is called Cal State. That's why you have California State University, California State this, and California State. That's California. But state of California is the federal government. Mm. Do people know that you No, 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 no. People don't know any of this. None of this. Nobody. <laughs> because it doesn't have anything to do with football. So who the hell needs to know about any of this stuff? I need to know because I don't like being played for a fool. Yeah. I want to know who's running this country. You don't want to be manipulated. I, 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 don't, I refuse to be manipulated. I want to know exactly who's doing what. I want to know how they're doing it and how are they messing with my mind and my money and my family. So I want to know. 99% of people I run into, they couldn't care less as long as the beer's cold and football's on. They don't care. But when people vote for, like, a president, what is happening? Or that that, you go to the polls. What is a poll? I mean, you, a poll is when you take a you take a consensus of the people. Which one of these fruitcakes do you want to bow down to and give your money to? Do you want this group all here, or that airhead here, or this ding-a-ling over here? Right. We just want to know the basic concepts. What, what which one do you people like? It obviously doesn't <clears throat> seem to matter. They all work for me, so it doesn't matter. But but uh, but right. to make you people happy, would you rather have a woman over here? Would you rather have a black guy? Or would you rather have this uh, old white man? Which one would you like? Nothing uh, changes. You mean Obama says... Let's it doesn't that. matter, because yeah. I own them all anyway. Right. It's who, just who, business. Who Come on, this is a mob. Well, who is the mob? We're talking We're talking the mafia here. Well, we're who, talking who, the who, underworld. Who are these people? You know, the, the, the Illuminati, the... Um, just the, business. Nothing personal. Don't take this personal. <laughs> but there's someone behind it. That oh, you bet there is. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but they're in Europe. They are. Yeah. I've always been interested in the occult. Occult is simply a word meaning hidden. And so much of our powers in this world and the way things work are, are hidden. And uh, the more one looks at this subject of how the world actually works, you begin to see that there's a magical system. And I'm telling you, there really is a magical system dominating the world of the Western civilization to go to the basis, the fundamental foundation on which things sit in order to understand. Begin to see how magical use of words and terms and symbols are used. You need to start looking at the world of the occult in politics and religion. And the powers that be in this world have set up a world of symbols and emblems and terms and catchphrases. And it, once you understand how this system works, it's fascinating because for the first time, the world opens up to you a whole new perspective on how government works, on how banks work, on how institutions and education, it is very well planned, organized, and directed. There is a hidden agenda, so to speak. And it's been my... Uh, desire to uncover this and once you begin to see the symbols and realize that the symbols for the national coats of arms for countries the flags the seals the presidential seals the emblems for the logos and emblems on corporate uh, corporations especially the, uh, the the corporate emblems for motion pictures and television companies like Columbia broadcasting system. CBS has the eye. The Colombian 
system goes back to the Colombian faction of the Illuminati back in the early 1700s, not the late 1700s. And I set up a system of merchant banking and had their Phoenician Canaanite symbols and words connected to their societies, their banking societies. We're talking about in the Middle, in the middle East. And then through the Greece and ultimately through Rome and then into Britannia and ultimately into this country comes an ancient Druidic Phoenician Canaanite magical system of finance, government, education, and all of it is right in front of you. But if you don't understand what the words are and what the words mean, you're never going to figure out how uh, this stuff works. And incidentally, where, where do you find a bank? We go to banks all the time. Where do you find a bank? Banks are on both sides of a river. They're called river banks. What does a river bank do? It directs the flow of the current sea. Your money is referred to as the current sea. This is why when you go to court, you have the current electricity because it's the juice. And if you don't have the juice, you don't have it. So if you don't have the juice, you can't capitalize. And capital is a Latin word meaning money. Consequently, Caesar ruled from what was referred to in history books, Caesar ruled from up on the hill. It was called Capitol Hill, Capitoline Hill with the Senate. You need to understand that Washington, D.C. as a Jesuit Catholic establishment under international maritime admiralty law. And once you begin to see how the system of the ancient uh, Catholic system the Jesuits, the ancient Roman Empire, the Phoenician Canaanite banking system is all part of a world dominating system. And again, I'm saying you better do your homework. You need to understand that according to the old Phoenician Canaanite system, which we call today our judicial education and judicial system, there is no law in this country or in the Western world no law, federal, state, county, city, commercial, it makes no difference. There is no law on the books anywhere in this country that applies to you as an individual creature. There is no law. They have no control over you, your flesh and blood self. But somebody has to control this show. And so consequently, the ancient Phoenician Canaanites developed a, new, a system by which they would assign to every person a second you. And this is the way it works in America. There is two of you. Consequently, the system has made each one of you a corporation. And how, how now do you distinguish which one, uh, when someone's addressing you, that they're addressing you as the one that your mother gave birth to or the corporate you. For every piece of important bills, insurance, driver's license, identification, um, taxes, I don't care what it is. If it's a piece of business, period, in any kind of way, shape, or form, your name must, by law, international maritime admiralty banking law your name must appear in all capital letters when you sign your name upper and lower case 
that is applying to your body. Your, your flesh and blood self is spelled, according to British and American law, upper and lower case, capital letter, lower case. That's you, your personal self. There is no law that can be applied to an upper and lower case name, period. Pass and read on a check what, what is said where you sign your name. That's why the attorneys tell you, you better check the small print. The Bible of Business on the Earth. Uniform Commercial Code. Uniform Commercial Code is based directly on Vatican Canon Law, on the Roman Canon Law. Consequently, when a ship pulls into port, it pulls in and stops in its call in its berth. The ship is now in its berth. Because it is on the law of the high seas or commercial maritime, UCC commercial law rules the seas. So when the ship pulls into its berth, the first thing the captain must do is to present a certificate of manifest to the port authorities, which means that the port authorities need to know how much is on this ship that you're bringing into our country and our economy. How many TVs, how many cars, uh, whatever you're bringing, how much are you bringing into our economy. So you have to have a certificate of manifest of what is the value of your ship here. What are you doing? Consequently, when you are born, you come out of your mother's water. Therefore, you must have a birth certificate, a certificate of manifest, because you are a corporation-owned item. You are a human resource. This goes back to the German Nazi concept that every human coming out of their mother's water must be birthed. And therefore you have to have a certificate, a manifest, to see how much this individual is going to make for us in our new world order. I'm telling you that until you understand the laws, the symbols, the emblems, what these words mean, you're never going to suspect how far gone we really are. Did you know, for instance, that your birth certificate is a security on the stock exchange in the New York stock market? Did you know that? Because if you order your birth certificate, get a new one, order your birth certificate, it only costs you, sometimes it's free, it only, only costs you a few dollars, order your birth certificate. On your birth certificate, all birth certificates in this country, on the bottom, it will tell you, this is printed on security papers. Do not accept, if not on full color security paper. Then on the right-hand corner, you will always have a series of numbers, red numbers, printed on the, on the birth certificate. Those numbers are a security stock exchange number on the world stock exchange. You go to any good stock office and ask them, check these numbers in your computer and see how much this stock is worth, the certificate. And they will check it on the New York Stock Exchange and find you, your birth certificate, is a stock on the stock exchange in America. Why? Because you are worth money to the international bank that bought you in 1930. We need to wake up. Greatest single enemy to this totalitarian system is a free people of free people who can do their own thinking, investigate everything, and have the ability to, to confront the powers that be. And of course we were called, America was called the land of the free and the home of the brave. We are not free and we are not brave.
You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L. Where remedy meets preparation. Have you ever stood and stared at it? Marveled at its beauty? Its genius? Billions of people just living out their lives. Oblivious. Did you know that the first Matrix was designed to be a perfect human world where none suffered, where everyone would be happy? It was a disaster. No one would accept the program. Entire crops were lost. Some believed that we lacked the programming language to describe your perfect world, but I believe that as a species, human beings define their reality through misery and suffering. So the perfect world was a dream that your primitive cerebrum kept trying to wake up from. Which is why the Matrix was redesigned to this, the peak of your civilization. And I say your civilization because as soon as we started thinking for you, it really became our civilization, which is, of course, what this is all about. Evolution, Morpheus. Evolution. Like the dinosaur. Look out that window. You've had your time. The future is our world, Morpheus. The future is our time. I'd like to share a revelation that I've had during my time here. It came to me when I tried to classify your species. I realized that you're not actually mammals. Every mammal on this planet instinctively develops a natural equilibrium with the surrounding environment, but you humans do not. You move to an area and you multiply and multiply until every natural resource is consumed. And the only way you can survive is to spread to another area. There is another organism on this planet that follows the same pattern. Do you know what it is? A virus. Human beings are a disease. A cancer of this planet. You are a plague. And we are the cure. Can you hear me, Morpheus? I'm going to be honest with you. I hate this place. This zoo. This prison. This reality, whatever you want to call it. I can't stand it any longer. It's the smell. If there is such a thing, I feel saturated by it. I can taste your stink. Every time I do, I fear that I've somehow been infected by it. It's repulsive. Isn't it? I must get out of here. I must get free. And in this mind is the key, my key. 
There are people that's awake and there's people asleep. Mm-hmm. Now, most people on this planet are asleep. So, let's break it to the least common denominator. Let's say the black community. Mm-hmm. We, it used to they say 5%. <laughs> no, it's like old point something now. That's right. You see, that's asleep. So you're going to be lonely because the simple fact that people are asleep. Now, how of consciousness? Most, uh, excuse me, seven wheels of consciousness. There's like 160 chakras, but seven major chakras, just like there's seven African powers. <clears throat> now, what has happened here to give you a scientific element of what's going on so you can clear this up so you don't have to go and be trying to holler at somebody and they laugh at you and they don't want to hear that shit. Because your family will beat you down and niggas in the street will beat you down. You're going to try to give them a message. <laughs> now, had you around here crazy. Now, the chakra system, the lower chakra is your sacral vertebrae. That's your root chakra. And that's where the majority of the people's um, consciousness is, on the root chakra. So the only thing that they can get down with is desires. What feels good, what tastes good, what smells good, what looks good, what sounds good. Yes. You see, the, Lord the basic sen- uh, senses. You see, on that particular level, they are called the automatons, which means automation. Okay. They moving, but they they brain dead. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, you don't even get into this particular consciousness that you can partake to understand what things is until you're radiating from the heart chakra. Mm-hmm. You see, the heart chakra. That's why the Egyptian, the heart, the scarab, the heart scarab was the most important. Even when you died, they'd throw the brain away. But it was the heart that they preserved. Because that's another, that's where your true self is. But you got to radiate from the heart chakra and then you elevate on into the pineal gland. But most people's consciousness is in the root chakra. On the five senses, the animal level. They can look pretty, they can have a PhD with a degree. They tell you it's only a degree of information. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a degree of information, it has nothing to do with a person's behavior. Mm. Whether they're conscious or not. You see, it has nothing to do with what a person wears. It has something to do is where they incarnated down here on a certain level and they're radiating above the root shock. And I guarantee you this right now. Even if some of you all just coming into consciousness the last couple of weeks or the last year, I guarantee you, you always felt special since you was a baby. Now, I've been asking that question in my lectures around the country for, 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 for 16 years. And I asked everybody... How many of you all always thought that you were special? And the whole room always raised their hand. You didn't know what it was. You see what I'm saying? But you thought it was special. And you always had a thirst for something that you didn't know what it was. And it was this model. Let me give you an example. When I was, on, when I was in college, I was standing up one time. I had finished school. And I was standing um, on the college campus with one of the coaches. We got to be good friends, one of the basketball coaches, Coach Holmes. And he said, well, how do you, how do you feel, man? You, you've educated, you educated yourself. I said, man, I don't feel shit. 
<laughs> I didn't know at the time. I said, I told him, I said, I thought when I came here to this university that when I left, I was going to have some kind of knowledge. I didn't know what the knowledge was. All I know is what I went, I went through for four years. I didn't have shit. I, I, I knew I felt empty. Now, it was, it was, you know, it was a couple of years later that what I was missing, I realized, was knowledge. You see what I'm saying? Mm. But, I, I, but, but I knew something was wrong. You see, and that's what it is. You, you always thought that you was you, you there, that something was missing, and that's why it's actually because you were you, you were gravitating above the root shop. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L. Where remedy meets preparation. What's going down? You're sitting right here on the bottom line. I'm your host, Joey Bounce L. Bay. You're sitting right here on the New Evolution Radio Network. Call the number 347-989-0194. Get yourself in the call line. And we can talk to you. So what's going down tonight? Today is... February the 17th, 2019, we in the aboriginal year, uh, was 1347, I believe it was, y'all can go do the math on me, okay, so peace to the gods, what's happening, hope I find y'all in good spirits tonight, as always, you can go to makemorecommerce.com, do some commerce with me. Uh, I'm in the process of catching up on consultations. I got a few people left I got to touch up with. Such a busy season right now, man, for me. Um, A lot of crazy developments going on. A lot of real cool things that we're going to be able to bring platforms to people, you know, put some people on. You know, it's always about putting people on. You know, you got to pay homage to those who put you on, and you got to put... Niggas on when you get on. Y'all understand that? That's crucial. So, you know, anytime you know y'all see me working, I'm working always for a better cause. You know, like Sister I said, she's good in the school right now. So, if you can support her, you know, tune in on Monday, show her your support. You know, because what what we are doing is attempting to continue building the empire. Right, we got to pick up the fallen pieces, the broken pieces that we left, that our ancestors left, right? That none of our past relatives took it upon themselves to pick up, right? So, tonight's topic is about business and personal credit, okay? I've getting, gotten, excuse me, gotten a lot of people who come to me and they've said to me, Joey, man, how do we build this credit, man? How you how we do this, man? Like I'm trying to I'm trying to get like you, bro. I'm trying to get my money up, blah blah blah. You know, you know, I mean y'all know. Don't have to put in your face. But you know, right? So the credit game 
is a game that everybody gets thrown into who has a social. Right? Most of us, you know, if you were born in this country and you have a social, by the time you got 18, excuse me, by the time you got 18, most of us was using that credit, right? Now, maybe you didn't have a credit card, but let's say you took out a student loan. You used your credit to acquire the student loan, unbeknownst to you. So you see, your personal credit, I mean, and listen, if you grew up in the hood, Nigga, you'd be lucky if your mama didn't use your social security number to get uh, <laughs> the lights turned off. <laughs> That's funny shit. But I, I just remember, nigga, we, I used to get, man, we used to get so bad, bro. When our parents did that shit, man, you, they used your shit to turn the lights on, turn the gas on. Because why not, nigga? You got good credit. <laughs> uh, y'all understand what I'm talking about? So... Your credit, you know, if you're black, you probably started using credit at about eight. <laughs> uh, it's funny. The irony of it is funny. But, you know, your parents love you, but, nigga, what you gonna do? Nigga, you was the one keeping the lights on at eight. Because <laughs> your credit. So this shit, you've been using this shit your whole goddamn life. Now, you didn't know that Social Security number was never supposed to be used. For personal credit, that that wasn't what the purpose of that damn number was for, and people began to use it for credit, right? In this credit system, right? Because we're in a we're in a credit based system, okay? Because I, you know, I always like to give y'all a little preface, right? Now, credit, right? The Latin term, uh, credit, right? Same shit. Right means to believe, or is the trust which allows one party to provide money or resources to another party, wherein the second party, right, who is not reimbursed, the first party must immediately thereby granting the debt, but promises either to repay or return those resources. Right. In other words, credit is a method of making. Reciprocity is formal, okay? Legally enforceable and extensible to a large group of unrelated people. Nigga, if I'm a creditor, nigga, I can give credit to anybody who's worthy that I deem to be worthy. You get it? Now, the resources provide provided may be financial, granting a loan. Or they may consist of goods or services. Consumer credit. Okay. Now credit encompasses any form of deferred payment. Credit is extended by a creditor, also known as a lender, to a debtor, right? Also known as a borrower. Now, the funny thing is, is you know, a lot of white folks, a whole lot of white folks. Right? They don't have that much cash. A lot of them, I mean, I know, I know this because I know some white folks who live off credit. Black people live off cash. White folks live off credit. Black people who figured out the game end up living off both. Right? If you figured out that side of that game. Now, when we're talking about credit, credit is, it is a resource, right? 
And a lot of people abuse the resource. So the term credit was first used in English in the 1520s, right? So the term came from Middle French, okay? Belief, trust, right? From Italian, the word credito, and from Latin, the word creditum, okay? Which means alone, things entrusted to another. Okay, so the commercial meaning of credit was the original one in English, okay, for a creditor, okay? This derivative expression, credit union, was first used in 1881 in American English. The expression credit rating was first used in 1958, okay? Let's talk about bank-issued credit, right? All this is important to what we get to okay? So bank-issued credit makes up the largest portion of credit in existence, okay? So let me give you an example of your bank-issued credit. Your Capital One cards, your American Express cards, credit, your, your mortgages, your card loans that you get from the bank. The traditional view of banks as intermediaries between savers and borrowers is incorrect. Modern banking is about credit creation. It's made up of two parts. The credit, which is the money, okay, and its corresponding debt, which requires repayment with interest. So the majority, 97%, as of December the, uh, 2013, of the money in the United Kingdom, okay, and its economy is created as credit. See, they create credit out of thin air based off of your signature, right? We know this. Because your signature is the money. Every time you sign a document, it's a million dollars. So when a bank creates credit, it's effectively owing the money to itself. much bad credit, the debtors who are unable to pay it back, right, the bank becomes insolvent, having more liabilities and assets, never a good thing for a bank, but the truth is, the banks don't lend money, I played that clip for you earlier tonight, because lend money, the money getting back in here. And you come check on it. A bank guarantees. Now, when the debt is fully repaid, the credit and the debt are canceled. And the money disappears from the economy. Meanwhile, the debtor receives the positive cash balance, which is used to purchase something like a house. Mortgage they want your credit. They say we can give him, we can give him half a million dollars worth of credit to buy this house, right? Where the hell is the half a million dollars at? Why you ain't never, you know? Even as a kid, I had always wondered that. Like, why the fuck they didn't cut me the check so I could go buy the crib myself? What kind of shit is that? What you mean you gonna give me the money and then y'all pay the note? I just gotta go find the house. That's the that's the old one two one two. I'm finna get me like that. In and out. Is that better? You can hear me a little better now? One, two, one, two. Mic check, mic check. 
Mic check, one, two, one, two. All right, cool. All right, so when the debt is fully repaid, the credit and the debt are canceled, okay? So meanwhile, the debtor receives positive cash balance. That's where they balance their books. Okay? Now, most of the credit created goes into the purchase of land and property, creating inflation. Do you know, this is kind of off the subject, but it's not, but do you know that Mansur Moussa, like one of the richest men to ever live, right, and I'm going I'm to I'm show you another group of people who did this, but Mansur Moussa had so much goddamn gold, and when he came through certain areas of certain countries, he would bankrupt the countries through inflation because he, they spent so much goddamn money. Right now, Rome did the same thing. Rome began to print. They, they make it handle. That was inflation too, because they was minting all of their silver. They was taking all of the other metals and melting them down, combining them with silver, and calling the shit silver. Hey, it's all silver. Now we got more silver because we just. Combine some shit But last time I checked You can't put lipstick on a pig And tell me it's a woman Now It is very important Most people When we're talking about bank issue credit Go to the bank and ask the bank for money And the bank shoots your ass down Bank says you know We can't give you no money it's not happening. Personal loans are extremely hard to get. You got know that? Who's gonna guarantee a personal loan? You have a guarantor when you go in. If your credit sucks, your credit sucks. You gotta go in there and have a personal guarantor to go in there with you to say that they guarantee that if your ass don't pay that money back, somebody else will pay the money. Two main forms of private credit, let's talk about it, right, that are created by banks. Number one, you have what's called unsecured, non-collateralized credit, such as consumer credit cards, unsecured, okay? All unsecured loans, okay? And then you have secured, collateralized credit typically secured against the item being purchased with the money, the house, the boat, the car, etc. to reduce the exposure to the risk of not getting their money back. Okay, the credit default, banks will tend to issue large credit sums to those deemed credit worthy. Okay, that's a secured card. So when it's secured, it means they trust you. They don't trust your ass when it's unsecured. Means you got to put the money down. Okay? Now, credit include consumer mortgages used to buy houses, boats, okay, and personal contract plans, credit agreements for automobile purchases, okay? Now, movements of financial capital are normally dependent on either credit or equity transfers. All about equity, y'all. Equity, saying that. When we're talking about credit, okay, because credit in itself, business credit, is completely different from your personal credit, 
okay? Your personal credit is built on what we call a FICO score, okay? FICO score is where you get your 750 from, right, your 600, all those scores, okay? And combine your scores to get your FICO. Now, when we're looking at our business credit, a lot of people have businesses. I don't care if you have an LLC. You got an unincorporated. You got a sole proprietorship. If you have a church, it could go on and on. It, it does not matter what type of entity you are operating at, okay? This applies to you. We're talking about business. Now, um, a guy by the name of Alan Hayen, H-A-Y-O-N, I might, I might be butchering it. Okay, he created a new way to manage business credit reports, which usually, okay, created by credit bureaus when credit grantors report information related to business credit accounts. These reports are sometimes examined during the decision-making process of whether or not to grant credit to a business. Okay, so there are many credit management companies that specialize in business credit reports. These credit management companies are in the business of gathering the most predictive information on people, okay, and the companies beforehand in order to ensure that a company has an interest in providing credit to another company or an individual, okay? So they basically look at, like, your risk management, make sure your ass, you know, you're good, right? So other uses of this report are to assess risk in extending loans to businesses, ensuring businesses underwriting insurance risk, purchasing businesses, investing in businesses, or even company directors, right? Because underwriting is extremely important in business. Now, credit management companies that specialize in offering business credit reports typically provide the most up-to-date information about business credit available. Now, business uh, credit bureaus, right? Equifax, Dun & Bradstreet, Experian, right? So while the credit bureaus provide reports and information to companies, Organizations like Corporate Credit Score Specialized, so that you, you get your, uh, what's, what's that shit called? Um, Find My Credit Score or something like that, dot com. The credit score, what is it? Um, what is that shit called? It's, um, right? So organizations like Credit Karma, right? They provide information, right? Or, or, and, and they do that for you on a, on a personal side. But then you'll have people like Equifax, who specifically have sectors set up where you can pull your business credit reports. Okay? So then you get these things called payday scores. So the first step for a business owner who wants to establish business credit report is to get an EIN, right? And you get that from the IRS. Then you got to apply for business credit accounts with vendors. If the vendors report the credit information to the credit bureaus, then the trade lines are going to be created on the business credit report. Now, for new businesses, this can take some time, but I don't really um, think that it would take that much time. It's actually a pretty straightforward process. So when they grant you any type of credit, they put it on what's known as your payday score. Okay? So I want to go over some 
is what I call a checklist, if you will, okay? And what we'll do is we'll begin to look at these checklists to, to make sure that, you know, you guys are, are doing things on these checklists, right, to build your credit. So let's go into it. Number one, going into the business credit more so than I'm going to go into the personal credit because, you know, like your, your personal credit, you can only do so much with it, right? You're only going to get to a certain point. And you, you can max it out, right? But the FICO, okay, which, there, which stands for the Fair Isaac Corporation, right? Six company, right? So they, they're keeping data about you as a consumer. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I don't want the Fair Isaac Corporation organization tracking what the hell I'm doing personally. So I would rather do things as a business anyways. It just makes more sense. It's your business credit, right? Obviously, if you've gotten to the point where you're doing business credit, then you've already established the business, which is a good thing, right? So building your credibility is essential to getting approved for business credit. When you ensure your business is set up credible per credit standards, you know that you can get approved for business credit before you even apply. Right? So here's some essential credibility requirements that you must meet to get approved for business credit. Right? Number one, your business name. Right? You must have a full legal name, including DBAs, okay? And it must match the name exactly as listed on the corporation. You must have proper licensing as required for your industry and your state. So if you're looking at opening up a food truck or a restaurant, Nigga, you better make sure that you got that damn food license. Make sure your restaurant is clean. Make sure you ain't got roaches. A club. Make sure that you've acquired the right liquor license. Make sure that, see, a lot of times, you don't have to get a liquor license. Did you know? If you wanted to buy a club, you can actually acquire a club who has a liquor license and sell in the club and attain their liquor license by way of acquirement. See? Oh, you're right. Correct licenses. Number three, make sure you got your federal EIN number. Okay? Your employer identification number. Filing must match your state filing exactly. So when you file your EIN for your business, well, it, you know, uh, comparable to what your business is. So, if you if you have a church entity, make sure that you get an EIN for a church entity. Any EIN number that you get for your business can be used for credit. Let me say it again. Any EIN that you get for your business to do business in the public. I'm not talking about a nine eight number. Do business in the public. The physical address. The business needs its own physical address. Don't use a home address. Okay? You gotta get in the frame of doing business. Okay? If you need a separate business phone, your business must have its own phone number. Okay? 
That's a real business line or a voice uh, VOIP number, okay? Got to have that. So this way they can find you in the yellow pages. Oh, no, what is it? Is it yellow? Yeah, it's yellow. Yellow pages. Nigga, do they even still make the white page book anymore? I'll be wondering about that. I haven't seen one in years. So, 411 directories. Business phone numbers must be listed with the 411. You always got to do the 411 directory. See, all of this shit puts you in, in the actual credit system. The credit system. Old is when you're building your business credit, right? To build a business that is recognized in the public because it, it makes it easier to extend business to a business that looks credible. There's a lot of scam going on right here. You need to be credible. Not only do you need to look credible, but you need to be credible. You make it with a business. You set this up right going into it, you'll have success. You know, you can't build anything on a foundation that's not solid, right? It'll crumble. We know that. Okay? You need a professional email and a professional website, right? The website needs to reflect your brand, whatever your brand is, right? Now I'm talking to y'all about the branding aspect of it because you are a brand. Your name is a brand. When we're talking about uh, copywriting your name, that's your brand. So my man Jonah Bay, his website is called JonahBay.com, right? That's his brand. MakeMoreCommerce.com, that's my brand. Beast by Bounce, that's my brand. Website will be my balance, but that's coming. But I got a website for make more commerce, and that's the brand. So people need to be able to access you. Okay? Very important. Email. You need a professional, excuse me, not personal, professional email. You got to have a professional email. Now, a lot of times, people don't have professional emails. They won't use them. I don't know why, but professional email makes you look more professional. Matter of fact, I had an international banker tell me that. Very important. That y'all heed what I'm saying to y'all. If y'all want to be successful and make some money. Public records, okay? Could be no liens, no judgments, no lien dependents against the business. You have a lien against the business, they're gonna, it's going to make it hard for you to get anything. But remember, you can always start another business. The beauty of it. Now, because a lot of people miss, miss these steps when we go into this stuff. So step number two. Credibility. Excuse me. Business credit reports. I apologize. Your business credit reports. So, I've always told people, like, yo, even with your estate number, you need to make sure that you make it an active responsibility to pull the credit on these things if 
if it's your thing and you want to have credit, right? Some people don't want to operate with credit. Some people just want cash. But if you want to be able to use credit and you want to use it effectively, then you need to have a full understanding of how to pull the credit. That's going to be crucial for you, okay? Now, one secret to building business credit that a few entrepreneurs know is that to move the money, right? I call it moving the money. A different stage in each process, right? You must have a certain amount of trade lines. You got to have trade lines. The trade lines are crucial. If you don't have a trade line, nobody's going to give you credit because you don't have no history. So, for example, to get approved for revolving business credit, store cards, you must have five payment experiences reported to the business credit reporting agencies while getting approved. Okay? They're going to require 10 payment experiences. All of this, listen, go get my webinar. And, and, and it's all in the webinar, business credit webinar. It goes more in depth, but I'm giving y'all a lot of the, giving y'all some things really that I probably didn't give in the webinar. Who knows? Now, for you to successfully build your business credit, you should have to access, right, some, if not all, of your business credit reports. You got to. So in doing so, you can watch your credit building in real time. You can actually see when the payment experiences report, right, prompting you to move to the next building stage. So make sure that you follow the steps when you obtain your business credit reports. Number one, get a Dunn's number from Dunn's and Bradstreet, okay? Almost every credit issuer will ask for your Dunn's number. Some of them won't, okay? Get access to Dunn and Bradstreet credit reports. Uh, get access to Equifax credit reporting. Get access to that stuff, right? Get access to experience. Right? So that'd be step number three, get access to your experience. Number four, get access to your Equifax report. So you can see what's happening. Now, I'm going to tell you something. If you have something on your business credit, right, you didn't pay it on time, you could actually call and get it removed pretty easily, not a problem. You can probably get it removed. Okay? They remove shit so much easier with business credit than they ever do with personal. Which is like, damn, y'all just gonna remove shit like that? It's not a problem for these people. You know, I think what's interesting is that if we understand the way these people work, is, is that they have a vested interest in businesses to see businesses continue to thrive. So if businesses are continuing to thrive, right, then, you know, getting rid of a few bad transactions here or there for the business, for the for the sake of the business, right? The way I'm talking is essentially how these people move when it comes to businesses. We follow these steps. Equifax, Experian. Okay. 
getting approved for vendor credit, all right? This is a pretty easy thing for you to do. I'm not cutting out bad niggas. Stop that for me. <laughs> for vendor credit. Very important, right? Almost all business credit profiles get started with their vendor credit. This is where you start at, like your initial startup. Right, you can go, you can go a myriad of places to get vendor credit. Okay? This credit is offered by vendors to business owners that report to the business credit reporting agency. It's important to note that over ninety percent of trade credit or vendor credit reports to the reporting agency. So it's essential that you verify the source that they do report before applying. Listen, let me say this. When you go to these people and you get vendor credit, you need to ask them straight up, hey, how many uh, people do y'all report to? Is it at least two? If they do two or more, you're good to go. That's great. Two, uh, y'all, do, y'all report to two people? All right, cool. I'm about to go find this other person over here, too, who reports to two people. Now, that's four payment experiences. Now, if I get one more that's six, that makes me look really good. But it's vendor credit, right? So there's a checklist of what you need to do to get approved for vendor credit. Number one, you need to locate three to five vendors, okay, who do report to the business credit. Reporting agencies, preferably ones that report to either Dun & Bradstreet or Experian. Number two, apply for vendor credit with them without supplying your social security number. Don't give your social security number out. You get that motherfucker out. All right, brother, thank you. Don't give out your social security number. Social security number. Don't give out your social security number. In most cases, you can get approved without even giving them a social. Okay? Leave this shit alone. Stop being brainwashed into using that shit. Leave it behind. Leave it behind like... uh, Never mind, I ain't even gonna make a joke. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that alone. All right, now purchase their product. Number three, purchase their products or submit a few orders first through the source, paying out of pocket first. Then keep trying to apply for the vendor credit line. Some sources will give you 30 days net term, so then you get what they call uh, 30, 60, 90 day terms, right? And these are, but most most likely you'll only get 30 to 60 days. They call these net 30, net 60. Okay, you got net 30 accounts. You really want to get these net 30 accounts on, on 30 day terms, which means that every 30 days they're going to report to the credit, which is what you want. Who the fuck wants to wait 90 days? No, 90 days. Right? I'm trying to get this thing popping now. Now, number four, you need to use your newly approved credit to buy items at the vendor for about $50 or more. You need to pay your bills on time. <laughs> pay your bills on time, people. Stop trying to discharge every goddamn thing and, and pay the bill. You can't discharge business shit. Pay it. Stop asking me if you can discharge stuff on the business. No. Why would you want to 
in the beginning. If you took out $50 and you're building the business credit, pay the $50 off. Don't be cheap. Pay off what you spent so you can build this thing up. Takes six months to get to 250000 Somebody called me and said, man, you said uh, you could get $150 million um, off the business credit, a line of credit. Man, listen, of course you can. But they're not finna, they, they don't give that shit. First of all, let's be very clear. When it comes to shit like that, you have to be invited to shit like that. So that's not for everybody, number one. Number two, most people are not responsible enough to handle something like that. And I damn sure ain't giving that information out on the air. So you have to be very responsible to even get it. Who going to give you a credit line for $100 million and they don't trust you? And manage the little credit. How you gonna manage? How you gonna manage the big credit? We gotta, we gotta start somewhere, y'all. But two hundred fifty thousand dollars to a million dollars in credit is pretty damn good. I got all the sources to get it. If you follow my instructions, you can come holler at me, and we'll show you. I'll, I will show y'all. You set up the time, the conversation with me, and come and come get with me. I give you the methods to how to build your business up. We all need to be out here doing this because this what is this is this is a business owner's economy. This ain't a worker's economy. This the Trump economy and in Trump economy, you better not you better not be working for nobody. But I, check your business credit reports to ensure that the new accounts are reporting than in Bradstreet. Okay. Equifax. Make sure that they're reporting. It should take like what they call reporting cycles. So it take one or three cycles. Okay. Appear on the credit. So you need to monitor the reports so you can verify that the shit is on it. Number seven. You need to establish three payment experiences. Right? When you're doing your vendor credit So I like to do five We do five, five to be sure But establish three Okay, at a very minimal Now payment experience is the reporting Of an account Like I was telling you Every time that you go and get Credit from somebody, that's a payment experience So if your new account reports To two agencies which will qualify As two payment experiences You need a total of five reported payment experiences To start getting approved Number four, one of the the biggest benefits of credit is that you can use it to get approved for real estate, right? Revolving credit. Now, Let's talk about revolving credit, right? Because revolving credit means you go in there and you get approved for store credit. Right? That's your Best Buy, your Amazon, your Walmart, your Target, your Staples, your uh, Home Depot. Okay? It's all linked to your EIN, not your Social Security number. Your EIN number is getting approved for all this. So to get approved, you need to establish business credit profiles in the store. 
This is why you took the prior step and established the vendor accounts. So once this is done, you report the payment experiences, have an established score, and then you establish the profile that you can use to start getting the revolving business plan. These checklists that I'm giving you are just to help you build your business credit, right? It's not a full guide, right? You want a full comprehensive guide, you need to get with me in the private or get that webinar. Okay? I'm trying to give y'all a basic checklist that y'all can follow. Okay? Now, the checklist of what you need to start to secure revolving store credit. Y'all ready? Number one, you need to ensure that you have five payment experiences reporting on the business credit. Number two, you need to ensure that you have an established business credit profile and a score with at least Dun & Bradstreet and experience. Number three, you need to locate the stores that you want to apply for credit with. Okay? Number four, you need to contact these stores, check their websites and find out how to apply for each source to get credit for their business, right? Number five, you need to do research. Even ask, excuse me, yeah, even ask each source if they know what's needed or required for approval, right? So when you call, just, you know, you ask them. A lot of times we fail to ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. You get on the phone with these people. Hey, can you tell me exactly how this is done? Right? Complete the store business application. You can you gotta you gotta complete the application to even know if you're gonna make it and get approved. So we'll never know. Wondering if you got business credit. Go go apply for some shit. That's half the battle. Seven. Number seven, purchase their products using your newly established business credit accounts. So, people, people are seeing the post. You know, y'all know reading is fundamental as hell. If you read the post, I put the phone numbers on the post. Everything's up there. More black people, we got to do better. Purchase their products using your newly established credit. Right? So... They extend you some credit. Go purchase something. Go buy something. Okay, number eight, pay your bill timely, preferably early. Remember your business credit scores look mostly at how you pay the bill, early or late. Okay, the earlier in the billing cycle you pay the bill, the higher your scores will be. So make sure that you pay the bill as early as possible. So if you go charge up three fifty on that bitch and you got a month to pay it back. You can pay it back in a week. Pay it back in a week. 
Makes you look better. Need it. Okay. Number nine. Check your business credit report to ensure that your new accounts are reporting done in Bradstreet. Okay. Experience. Ten payment experiences. So we went from three to five to ten. Now, step five, because this is what everybody wants. Everybody wants the cash credit, right? So cash credit is common, right? This is if you know if, if you understand, right? Once you follow the proper building steps. You can go get your MX car, your Master car, your Discovery, your Visas. You can get the limit starting around five, ten grand. And if you build the shit up right, maybe put some trade lines on them joints. You get a couple hundred thousand dollars in credit. One. Have ten payment experiences reporting to the business credit reporting agency. Okay. From all of your reporting. Number two, ensure that at least one of your reported accounts has a high limit of ten thousand dollars. That's the businesses. I got a whole webinar on it, bro. You gotta pick that up, my dude. You'll love it. process in itself, we need to talk about, not so much about taxes and businesses, we need to talk about religious associations, we need to do a show on that, I'll dedicate a show to that, because that's really what we need to talk about, then you'll understand what can be taxed in, okay, now, do your research, okay, listen, I always want y'all to do your research, because even if you hear from me, you to believe it. I want you to go look it up for yourself. I want you to go back and do your own research. Okay. So, when we're getting these cash cards, you need your 10 payment experiences. You need to ensure that at least one of your reported accounts has a high limit of 10000 You need to ensure you have an established business credit profile and a score with at least done Bradstreet and experience. Credit you want to apply for, these type of accounts aren't readily available, so you need to do some research, right? So, um, a lot of times, you know, there's different outlets y'all can come to, y'all can come holler at me, and I'll give y'all some third party ways that you can get credit like this, right? Now, um, I also have a program where if you're an entrepreneur, right, and you want to get a credit, and you have 10% down, and you have your cash credit. You can come holler at me. We can get you into a nice crib, 10% down through your business. But you must have your 10%. You must have your credit. Number four, locate the cash credit you want to apply with credit. These type of accounts are not readily available, just like I told you, okay? And each time that we have an account, right, you want to make sure that that EIN is not linked to your social. Very important. Got to leave the social out of this. 
Not you don't need that social in this, man. That social should not be used for credit purposes. It was not designed for that purpose. All right, you need to call these people by the phone. I check the website, find out how to apply, just like I was telling you before. Number seven, you need to complete each credit card business application. So even when you get to Amex, MasterCard, all of that, still complete their applications. Number eight, you need to use the credit that they give you. You see how you keep completing the same steps over and over? Right? Number nine, pay the bill. And number 10, you check the business reports. You do the same thing over and over again. And what you find is that, yes, it's repetitive as hell, but the repetition gets you down the yellow brick road. How thinking? This year. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get some lives changed, some people gonna get their business credit built, you're gonna start that first job that excuse me, that first business that you didn't start been wanting to start. Some of y'all gonna get that first business loan that you've been needing. We're gonna get this shit done this year. You niggas gotta use the tools, man. Stop bullshitting. Stop playing. Stop taking your time. Stop waiting for the right time and go after this shit, man. Ain't ain't no time like this time. Right now. In time. Time we at. Call lines wide open, 347-989-0194. Press the number one if you want to get in and holler at me. We'll take questions now. Y'all know what it is. If ain't nobody got their hands up or ain't got no questions, I always keep it moving. But this is the time. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after these messages. You're sitting right here on the bottom line on the New Evolution Radio Network. Let's get this business credit up this year, man. Personal credit, too. You want that personal credit? Which one is better? Which one is better? You want 10 times more credit to your business? Or you want to operate with the social security number? Use that social. <laughs> we'll be right back. Peace to the God. Keep it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet. The new Evolution Radio Network. It's a life of hustle and survival. I remember when my... My ninth grade teacher asked me, Lisa, what do you want to be when you grow up? And see, I have to fight the Harlem Crip 30s every day to get home from school, so I looked at her and said a lie. I took an English class. I got a fail in English. And my English teacher said in front of the entire class, Lisa, you have to be the weakest writer I've ever met in my entire life. Don't worry, my story is good. Don't feel sorry for me. I got seven under my belt. And then the same year, my speech teacher said, after giving me a D minus, I knew I, I knew I had an A in speech. Like, come on. <laughs> he obviously didn't agree with me. He gave me a D minus and said, quote unquote, Miss Nichols, I recommend you never speak in public, that you get a death job. So here's the beauty of that story. Other people's perception of you ain't none of your business. <laughs> Everything you've ever been through, set through, rolled through, cried through, prayed through, everything is a setup for your next best season. And the way you forgive the perceivingly unforgivable, the way you love the perceivingly unlovable, the way you accept what seems to be unacceptable, the way you embrace after you've been betrayed, the way you do that is the way you believe us. 
Your light belongs to everyone who be illuminated because you were bold enough and obedient enough to let your light shine. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. And every time you cross someone's path and they can't handle your light, you know those people that they try to give you reasons why you should tone it down a bit. That they would tell Cheryl not to sing so loud. Right, right, right. They would tell me to shut up in class. They tell you you're kind of strange. You know those people, dream snatchers, vision busters. Don't be mad at them. They can only love you to the capacity in which they're able to love themselves. Don't be mad at them. Don't be mad at them. Pray for them. Love them. Because they're dealing with themselves like we're dealing with us. But I want you to remember that you're 70 watts. Your 70 watts has to be turned way up because you got way more to give us. It ain't over yet. Don't put a period where God put a comma. And when you turn it up to 159 watts, you know, you keep turning it up. You like, you stop dimming your light. You say today is the first day of the rest of my life. You turn it up. You're going to find people that can't handle your light. And before today, you might have dimmed your light. You might have shrunk a little bit. You might have tempered it down a little bit. But after today, I want you to see this. After today, turn the lights up. After today, you don't dare dim your light. As your light gets brighter, as your light gets brighter, you're going to disrupt some people. And they're going to tell you your light's too bright. Your light's too bright. Your light's too bright. Your light's too bright. Then you just look at them and say, well, I'm not dimming my light. I'm just going to hand you some shade. I'm just saying, why don't you start carrying around an extra pair of shades? to the luxury of nature. Coming soon, 100% natural shea butter, natural moisturizer, just for the skin. NaturalistHerbs.com Come get a health reading and find out exactly what your body is missing. Then check out the herbal elixirs that will get your body back to its optimal level. NaturalistHerbs.com while you're at naturalherbs.com, get your fill of any one of the natural herbal elixir teas. They have from 1 to 10 the target specific organs and areas of your temple. For your blood, lungs and respiratory system, male and female organs, digestive tract, skin purification, chakras, rejuvenation of brain cells, respiratory system, bone and muscle detox. Experience the power of healing at naturalsherbs.com. Get your organic Irish sea moss at naturalsherbs.com. Get the most out of your body from naturalsherbs.com. You have to fight the constant attacks being waged against your temple. Free shipping on orders $25 or more. 
While you're at it, go over to MakeMoreCommerce.com and check out the packages they have to provide you with remedy. That's M-A-K-E-M-O-O-R-C-O-M-M-E-R-C-E.com. Go check it out right now. NaturalsHerbs.com Tune in every Monday from 10 a.m. to 12 to Awake with All Set on Evolution Radio, where the revolution is the evolution. You're listening to the new Evolution Radio Network. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L., where remedy meets preparation. You're listening to the New Evolution Radio Network. Visit JonahBay.com for more remedies. When I was reading to prepare for this interview, I was quite surprised to see you use the word Aborigines talking about African Americans. You know, I've dealt with that issue. Um, uh, I've already talked publicly about that. And my purpose here today is to say that I'm very sorry. And I apologize to anyone whose feelings were hurt by my comment. I've made very, very clear I don't know where that comment comes from. Um, well, from your subconscious. Well, I, I guess. I mean, it's not even a normal thing anyone would say, even if you meant something in a negative fashion. I don't know if you would pull that out. But for me personally, you can't just uh, close down camp and stop trying to do the things that you think are right. Uh, just because somebody you may, you may give them an unfortunate bit of ammunition, you still got to continue to fight on and, and do what's best for the state in the long run. And but frankly, it's going to give me the opportunity to you know, talk about things that I may never been able to talk about before. You mean the bill? Well, the bill, or talk about uh, you know uh, race relations issues, things like that. I mean, I have a freedom that a lot of people don't have because of that. Because you use the word aboriginal. Because I've been through the fire, and I can I can talk to people, I can relate to people, I can let them know what kind of person I am. And we can talk about things that sometimes have been, you know, a little bit taboo. So because it allowed you to reach audiences you might not otherwise have reached, do you not regret saying it? I think it gives me some opportunities. I went and spoke to a group in uh, the city of Birmingham. It was a uh, city councilwoman's uh, community meeting, probably 95% African American. And because of, you know, things that I regret, uh, offhand remark I should not have made. Using the word aboriginal. Right, offhand remark I should not have made. Which you don't want to say. Yeah, I know better. <laughs> the, um, uh, but what it allowed me to do, they actually listened to what I said, probably more than they would have anybody else, because they want to see, you know, this is that guy, this is that person. And we discussed immigration, we discussed uh, policy that deals with uh, the county locally, and there was the ability to actually get across some things that may have surprised them that they you know, realized, okay, I, this guy's making some good sense on some issues. I don't know if I would ever have had that door even opened if some of those things had not happened. So it, it really has worked as a positive uh, in a surprising way to me to allow me to, to interact with people. Your other incendiary quote was, empty the clip, the gun clip, juxtaposed with immigration, so people right. think that's what you meant. So how do you explain that? Well, it definitely had nothing to do with with violence against anyone. It was totally taken out of context. The purpose of it was I was telling an audience that we needed to exhaust all efforts to try to deal with a number of issues. But by the time it got through two or three newspaper filters, it was all over the country that I had advocated violence against immigrants. Nothing is farther from the truth. 
is this you discussing Indian blood? We're going to judge people by whether they have Indian blood, whether they're qualified to run a gaming casino or not? Uh, I, that probably is me, absolutely. Because I'll tell you what, if you look, if you look at some of the reservations that you've approved, you, sir, and your great wisdom have approved, I will tell you right now, uh, they don't look like Indians to me, and they don't look like the Indians. Now, maybe we say politically correct or not politically correct. They don't look like Indians to me, and they don't look like Indians to Indians. And a lot of people are laughing at it, and you're telling how tough it is, how rough it is to get approved. Well, you go up to Connecticut, and you look. Now, they don't look like Indians to me, sir. Thank God that's not the test of whether or not people have rights in this country or not, whether or not they pass your look test. Depends whether, yeah, depends whether or not you're approving it, sir. No, no, it's not a question of whether I'm approving it. It's not a question of whether I'm approving it. Mr. Trump, do you know, you know in the history of this country where we've heard this discussion before? They don't look Jewish to me. Oh, really? They don't look well, Indian to me. They don't look Italian to me. Mm -hmm. And that was a test for whether people could go into business or not go into business, whether they could get a bank loan. You're too black. You're not black enough. I want to find out. You, a, well, then why are you you're approving a, for Indian? Why don't you approve it for everybody then? That's not a, if your case is non-discriminatory, why don't you approve for everybody? You're saying well, you only Indians. Wait a minute, sir. You're saying Ford? only Indians can have the reservations. Only Indians can have the gaming. So why aren't you approving it for everybody? Why are you being discriminatory? Why is it that the Indians don't pay tax? But everybody else does. I do. Yep. Peace to the gods. Welcome back to the show. All right. We're going to go to the call line. See what's happening out there. Second. Peace to the gods. Peace to the God. What's going down, Jonah Bay? How you doing, bro? What up, man? I just came in to take over your show and shit. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Jonah Bay takeover. Fuck it. <laughs> Too late. I already did my goddamn lesson. What's up, Carl? How are you? It's all good, man. Everything's good with you, bro. Everything's good with you, bro. I thought uh, everything, everything good was, with me. Everything good with you? Yo, did you tell them about our seminar in Philly? Oh, shit. I don't know how I slipped my, my mind. Thank you for reminding me. We'll be in Philly this coming weekend. Come on out to Philly. Come holler at us. Bro, I don't even know why I forgot to announce that. Come out to Philly this weekend. Come out and holler at us. We're going to be in Philly Saturday, February the 23rd from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. We're going to be at the Courtyard, Philadelphia, downtown. Okay? Address is 21 North Jupiter Street, and that's Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You can go to makemorecommerce.com and register, or you can meet us at the door. Jonah Bay and myself. That's what's up. That's what's up. You ready? I'm getting ready. I'm, I'm ready. I'm getting good. I'm getting, I'm getting good with announcements. Well, like down there. Professional seminar announcement. <laughs> I don't know. I ain't even <laughs> looked yet. I might have to take, might have to take the Sherlock with me. <laughs> oh, you gonna whip out those fires? Oh man, I ain't ready. Oh man, <laughs> oh man, yo, did you go on Facebook and see the uh, the drawing someone did of me, you, and our team? No, somebody did a drawing. I ain't even seen it. 
Yeah, yeah. Open. What the fuck? You ain't saying. Nah, I ain't um, saying. Let me, let me, let me tag you in a second. Um, let me find. That's hilarious. Somebody, somebody drew me. Your picture of me. Yo, it's, it's a dope joint. They got you with the fur on, son. Man, let me see the picture, man. Stop. Uh, also, go to Instagram. It might be on Instagram. It's one or the other. It might be on Instagram. Hold on. One of your friends is That's right funny. there on my first picture on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I'm sure I know who that is. Oh, you know who that is? I know who that is. So, Where the yeah, hell is okay. it? All it's right. funny now. You seen it? I don't know. I ain't seen it. Mm-mm. No, I ain't seen I ain't it. Seen it. it to me. We'll I ain't seen it right now neither. Hold on. Let me find that shit. That's crazy. Because I just wrote them and told them to, uh, you know, put it up. Uh, I told them, yo, send that joint to my email so I could use it for flyers and shit like that, man. It's so dope. Nah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I, I don't know where it's at. I, I, you I think it's the same? Yeah. Well, hey, man, take me that motherfucker. I'm, don't, don't draw me. And then I'm, 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 I'm looking down, Joey. I'm looking down. Yo, why is it when you looking for stuff you could can never, never find ever. it anywhere. Look for it. Like, man, let me show you this picture. <laughs> yeah. Can't even find the damn picture. It's, he got me, you, Akeem. They got both y'all's uh, radio stations up. Shit, they're going to have to put a third radio station up. You know, uh, it's time for me to jump off uh, Jonah Bay Radio at uh, blogtalkradio.com. You know, I'm just working, man. I'm 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 gonna spread it out, spread it around. Of course, I'm still gonna be here. So what you saying? Cause I, it's not like you're making an announcement. To me. Oh, well, I, I guess it is sort of an announcement. Um, I'm, all I'm saying is I'm just consolidating. You know, building my brand, putting everything under Jonah Bay. Okay. You know, I mean, I'm still working with you, Akeem, and all that, but, you know, it's all about branding. I told them when um, you got yours over here that soon come, once yours get up and running, the next one would be coming, which is one directly connected to me. I can't believe Mm -hmm. I can't find this picture. I mean, eventually be jumping on with y'all talking to y'all. I won't I won't have a a, a full show. You know, I'm I I'm getting burnt out, man, doing all these different shows and seminars. It's like I'm working seven days a week. Hello? Hello? Yeah, you, uh, yo, yo. You, it, it went silent like a motherfucker for a little while. Yeah, I can hear you now. All right, let me... I know he sent it to me. He just sent me mine in the email. But I can't find it on... um. What's the name? I'm going to forward it to your email right now. Mine. But you got to see yours. Yours is like really, really on point, my nigga. I wanted you to see all three. I can't believe I can't find it. 
Marco. Marco L. You know, they, uh, you wasn't there. When we was in North Carolina, a brother did my portrait and gave it to me as a gift. It was dope, but this one is even better. This yeah, when you, when right. you find it, send it to me. Oh, for sure. But um, I wonder if everyone heard what he was teaching tonight, you know, getting that, that credit straight, especially that corporate credit. It's important, credit. though. Yeah, I, man, you go ahead and speak on it, cause I I be stressing the fuck out of it, but niggas, you know, they be slow to come around to it, but it's very important. Yo, I mean, it's like they 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 concentrating on nationality, which is dope, right? But at the same time, how are you gonna live without knowing corporate credit and all that? To be able to run your your businesses and all that. How you gonna do that if you don't right know yo. the game on corporate credit? How you gonna be a real move if you're not running your own shit? Right. Like like to, to me to call, to call your shit. Your more, to be a more you you had to master um you had to master doing uh commerce. You had to be a merchant, right? So it bugs me out how many of our people ain't doing that merchant shit. Like, yo, me and Joey right now is working up, opening up a leather company with furs and shit like that. We constantly making more business doing being merchants. What y'all out there doing? I keep on telling y'all our money don't come from this radio. How could it? We pay to get on the radio. Uh, the radio I mean, don't pay us. We not monetized. We're not monetized on uh YouTube. None of that. None of that. None of these shows, you know. So since we don't monetize the shows, it be just kind of like, hey, we gotta find other ways to to create revenue off intellectual property, right? You know. And the main reason why we don't monetize is. We don't we don't want these people telling us what we can and can't do. Monetize we could be play the music that we want to play. Because we don't monetize, we can play whatever we want to play. Yeah, you can't play the music, you can't do nothing, dude. You must have took that shit down or something. I mean, I can't find it at all. I'm in the whole shit. And it was there. Oh my God, it was there. Maybe he just wanted one of us to see it. And took it down. Haven't seen it. Normally a nigga would tag you and some shit like that, but I didn't, I didn't see no tags. He, he tagged me. I tagged him back. It was on my, um, what's the name? I tagged him back, send it to me. All right, I'm going to write him in the email, and maybe uh, uh, he'll answer through the email. Well, I'm opening up the call line, see? All right. Let's go to 513-801 on the bottom line on the revolution. Peace to God. Peace to the God. Hello? Yo, what's going on there? What's up? Peace to the God. 
Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Peace to the God. And I was on um, top. Peace to the God. When you're talking about credit, right? Can I can I link my uh, CPN number with the credit I already got with my estate? What I mean is, I what I mean is, like I got you wouldn't. Like, what you trying to do? Use it as a guarantor or something? No, nah, what what I did was yeah, I you, got a credit card with my estate, right? Okay. Say it again. I got a credit card with my estate. You know how you can have an uh, authorized user? Can I can I link my spiritual name with my with the CPN? Uh, that would be different too close. I, I, to, I, you know, I suppose if I suppose if it's a different name, um, you know, and you know the number's different, all the information is different, it might not be a problem. I try okay. to cross contaminated files like that, but. I don't. I don't really. Okay. You experimenting, so you can try it and see if it works. Shit. Okay. 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 God. Like, like Jonah said, nigga, I got. Uh-huh. The, I reserve the right to change my mind. You know. So, if nigga, if the shit works, right. you know, come back. Let us know. Okay. I guess you got. All right. Peace to the God. Peace, brother. Peace. Nine one seven seven nine six. Hello. Nine one seven seven nine six. Yo. Hey, peace with God. Peace, brother. You hear yeah. Me? You hear me? Uh, good, good. Yo, this is uh, this is definitely helpful for me, man. Cause uh, you know, like I said, I do construction and stuff, and I'm I'm definitely trying to open this business, you know. And that's uh, that's definitely what I'm, you know, basically striving for this year. This is this is my year. Hello. Yeah, we listening. Yeah, my dude. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Joey? It's me. <laughs> so yeah, you know, you like are, uh, I, I'm. Yeah. What happened? Joey, you keep on going in and out. Yeah. I said, I know who you are, bro. I know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, like, I, I do construction and stuff, and, you know, I've been talking to, uh, you know, the guys uh, from Sundays and stuff, and I'm like, yo, we should get together and, you know, um, Basically, make this work. You know what I'm saying? Well, we like you know putting our money together and stuff, and buying stuff and fixing. You know, so you know I I, I got the experience and you know several several brothers and sisters too. You know we should be using our resources and stuff like that. So yeah, man, this is definitely absolutely. Uh, you got to use all the resources definitely. available to you. Yeah, man. Yep. So you know I I definitely love you the information, use- man. Oh, uh, thank you, bro. I appreciate it. But you, you know, the thing is, you, you know, you got to use all the resources that you got because when you go private, that's all you gonna rely on is your resources. Facts. Yep. 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 So no, no definitely. Then, then we right at we right at the end of being private. You know, this is why I'm jumping off Jonah Bay Radio. At blogradio.com, you know what I mean? Getting ready to go private, private teachings and all that. I'm not, 
I'm not gonna be spread everywhere no more. Oh, damn. I'm, I'm going with you, Jonah. You know that, right? <laughs> I know. I already know. You know, I'm. I'm not. I don't even think I'm getting on hindsight tomorrow. Right. Yeah, you know, I'm like start I, you know. consolidating. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm on that accelerated learning right now. You know, definitely absorbing all everything and applying it all to myself. You know, that's dope. Yep. All right, so that's all, that's all I had to say. But uh, you know, like I said, it was a good show. Good show. Appreciate you. That corporate right. credit, that credit, y'all. Ready. Oh, but money. Ready. By, by, by the way, Joey, let me ask you a question. Like for that, uh, I had I had bought the uh, business credit for you. I, I haven't watched the whole thing yet, but in terms of the uh, the estate, does the does uh, does that webinar talk about it? Like setting uh, up the estate no, for, for I, business no, for credit? No, no, no I, I didn't go over that in that webinar. Uh uh-uh. uh but if you want to set up a console, okay. man, I'll be happy to go over it with you. But I didn't go over it in that webinar. All right. No doubt. Bitch, yo, I definitely have it's, not, it's not. I'm talking to Joey. You had to take it down. It's not on my timeline no more. He probably did take it down. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta hit him up directly, man. Yeah, I did. Thank you for calling. All right, peace to the gods. Yeah, he had my my teachers from Hindsight and New Evolution Radio, and then had all three of our pictures. Six so eight radio, and then had all three of our pictures. Peace to the gods. Turn your radio down. Six so eight radio, and then had all three of our pictures. Peace to the God. Turn your radio down. Radio down. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I'm trying to get you to get your uh, corporate credit straight so you get ready for the, the private. And also, no. I, I uh, told y'all about upcoming in the next week. This week coming. Uh, Jonah Bay Radio at Block Talk Radio. <clears throat> no doubt, man. That, that's gonna be fire over there, man. On that side, on that private side. When we get there, now don't don't lovely. y'all go starting rumors that we beefing. Ain't no one fucking beefing. <laughs> I'm consolidating. Hey, this, this, this private <laughs> business. That, that, that's strictly private. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I warned y'all it was coming. No doubt. And everybody got to get prepared, man. Right. You got to get prepared or, you know, get back in them archives because that's where all that information is back in that archive. Right. You know. You got to get caught up because, man, if that door closes, you know, man. You know, how, you know how black people are. They always start some shit like, oh, yeah, yeah, they beat you. That's the same shit y'all said when Joey came and created New Evolution and Lo and behold, 
Ain't no one beefing. Ain't no one got no beef. This is what we got to do. We got a plan that we are, we are working out. No doubt. You know? This ain't no this doubt. ain't us on that that high frequency shit with Yusef and yeah I have I got beef with him I ain't got no beef with Joey or Akeem you know what I mean it's just we, we got to do what's best for our people so that y'all can get what y'all need and vice versa but we all Indeed. are still be working together as you see I'm on I'm on Joey shit and I'm still gonna be on his shit even when I. I'm launching. I'm on JonahBayRadio.com. Jonah you know what I mean? Right, right, right. So I just wanted to address that rumor before it started. You know what I mean? No doubt. Joey, they gonna yeah, be, no they gonna be saying me and Joey had a fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know how people talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? That shit crazy. No doubt. But oh, uh, I had a, I had a little question about the um. Oh, you know, from the Car Trust webinar. Now we now when it comes to to the credit lines, right? We we will we still be able to open up an account with that trust as well? You know, by oh, having you know, listen. Not okay. only can you open up an account, you could um you could uh do the CPM with it and make it a straight CPM. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, cause it's strictly yeah, cause it's set up by the by the private anyway. So, right. Okay. Hey, Joey, it was on Instagram that he had it, but I still can't can't find yours. I found mine. Sound like we sound like Joey got dropped. No, it do, cause he ain't said nothing in a minute, right? Right. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Yeah, he been silent over there. Let's see, I dropped. Hello. There you, there you are. I get dropped, well, right here. Yeah, but you <laughs> wasn't saying shit. I think it's tall. Yeah, the your picket was on Instagram. You said send it to you how? I ain't found it yet. I found mines and yours and our kings was made earlier before mines. Mines was the last one he, he made. Right. Yeah, no, I ain't uh man, I ain't even seen it, bro. But, oh you know what? Let me say so if no, you I go search more under dash aboriginal, you'll probably find it there. Under Dash Aboriginal. Yeah. If you go to Aboriginal, he got all three of us right there. You see it? Uh, Just send it to me. How do I send it to you? Let me see. Like a, Let me start like a little, like a little, <laughs> like a little arrow. Yeah, I'm gonna like share little, the, yeah, that little arrow thing. You can send it to the to his inbox. Showing, okay. Showing, showing Jonah technology is like trying to show your your, your grandma how to use the iPhone. 
Oh, damn. You gonna go there, son? Wow. <laughs> Like, you, you be like, you, you be like, hey, this button here is talk. Texas uh, <laughs> season is on. <laughs> Yo, that technology is on. You heard? <laughs> it's all right. You know, you just look young, man. This technology is just right. You know, it, it ain't for Yo. everybody. Yo, I'm damn near pushing 50, man. Touch your way ass up. They can be like, hey, man. Yo, I ain't gonna have no music on Jonah Bay at uh, uh, Jonah Bay uh, Radio. Joey gonna have to help me upload some music, man. Dead ass. Be quiet as a motherfucker. Yo. <laughs> now nah, I, I, I got my son to help me, little Scotty. Fuck silence that. To, silence to the land. <laughs> He's going to put all that young shit up there, man. I'm going to be sounding uh, yeah. mad young. All that. Bust down on top of y'all to bust down. <laughs> <laughs> everything going to be everything gonna be AP. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, nigga. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yo, son, I just tried to do it with we the don't. arrow. I don't. I don't, I don't see how y'all say and do it, though. Now that y'all making fun of me and shit. <laughs> nah, you, um, like, on, yeah, it, like, it, on the on the tag, it got, like, the heart, then the comment bubble, and then right next to it is, like, a little kite-looking arrow thing. You hit that, and then it should pop up some names, and then type in, uh, in uh, Joey's tag, and then you can send it to his inbox. Like Instagram pro, nigga. <laughs> yeah. I'll be I'll be on here trying to promote, man, you know. IG is where it's at. No, nah, it's a good you know what though? It's a good ass networking too. Oh definitely. Definitely. Yo, and uh everybody listening, oh, man, yeah, go on right. Instagram and you know, follow them boys, man. Kings of Kings of Remedy. Got to go on Instagram and follow that. Word. Matter of fact, yeah, I'm following y'all made, it. Y'all, I, I'm sorry. Pardon me. Uh, yeah, I put in you your name with the arrow. It got JB Music, but it ain't showing me how to send the, um, the picture. Did it send it to yeah, you? Sure. Uh, on, on the far right, we got a little circles on the far right. Mhm. Okay. If you find me, you gotta push the little circle, and then and then push senior. Yes. There we go. Yeah. <clears throat> so first, I, I I put the I hit the arrow, then I hit yep. the circle, ah. and then press it. That's a cool. That's a cool picture. <laughs> oh, you seen it? Alright, now, now go to more Aboriginal. under dash Aboriginal. That's tight. I'm looking at it right now. You're looking at yours? Me. It's you. I changed in me. Uh, I got to repost it. It's tight. 
How, how you repost it? I wanted to repost it my damn self. I wanted to put it up on Facebook and all that shit. <clears throat> and that's a new that's picture, a new nigga. One. You got that fur on with your chain and, and the polo hat. I like it. It's tight. Nigga, you looking like Suge Knight right there, son. About to throw a nigga out the window. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want you don't want none of that nigga's energy. Word. I don't know. I take I would yeah. take the energy of when that nigga had bread though. I time I take that energy. So yeah, ain't nobody even asking about Shug nowadays. So Shug just got uh, yeah. like forty two years or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he he done for the long haul. Yeah. Did you see the way the way he ran that nigga over? Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, they get a nigga mad time. Right. Yeah, but he, he probably got a little less than time because of that bread. But forty four is still a long time. Oh, he, I already he already sent it to me, um, Joey in my um email, but thanks. Yeah, there you go. That's what's up. I appreciate whoever did that. Thank you. Yeah, it's dope. It's dope. Hit him up. Hit him up in his um joint, and he'll send you uh one to your email. That's probably what I'm gonna use on the on the posters for the seminars and all that. I'll um I'll have I'll have my guy, you know what I'm saying, with the posters. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll fix that with the posters. That'll be tight. I'll have my guy put that on the posters. Even That's though that nigga got my hairline wrong, he uh he ain't got no waves in my hair and he got my um out of my head. Nah nigga, that ain't my hairline. Man, and just like you, man. I don't. That, that's your face, son. Son, that is not my hairline, and that's not. And I and I have waves, nigga. I don't have no face. <laughs> you know what they do though? They, they take a real picture of you and then they superimpose it. So it's not a fake picture. Yeah. Like, I don't think that they drew. It's, it's like, some, it's they some drew details that. that's that's wrong. Even the um the dude who did it in um Carolina had my hair. I says, yo, my nigga, you got my hair brushed back? Nigga, I ain't never in my life brushed my hair backwards. <laughs> and he took it from a picture. I'm like, in that picture, it don't show you that shit brushed back. But, you know, details that you would see, they not going to see. Like, even I'm looking at your picture, right? Uh, Your face ain't that fat. My beard ain't got no gray hair in it. That's what I'm saying, right? Now, also, our team, when our team smiles, his thumbs don't show. You know what I mean? It's cool, though, man. It's cool, though, man. I, you no, know, he did a good you job. You could definitely tell this is us. You could definitely tell it's us, but it ain't identical, no. It ain't, it, ain't, I, it ain't gonna, you know, it's an artist rendition, so. Right. But, nigga, it's so good, I'm using it on flyers. 
That's that's real. You know what I mean? Close to motherfucking. Actually, I would say this is. They got King Fish is hilarious. I know, right? This is this is one of the best. Uh, this thing I can't It's one of the best portraits someone's done of me. Because I've had many. This is the closest, I would say. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, uh, Aki kind of looked like a cartoon, though. That's the end of the show, man. We're about to get up out of here, man. We're going to end it early tonight. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you going to drop. He's going to come back in and say he dropped. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep drop. it moving, bro. Go to another caller. I appreciate you calling, bro. Oh, no <laughs> doubt, guys. Y'all have a good one, man. I'll talk to y'all brother soon. Peace to the guys. Go to 310403. Oh, what up? Peace. Y'all hear me? Yeah, 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 we can hear you. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, what's up, fellas? What's up, God? How are you? Straight, I'm straight, man. Straight. New radio so, station. Uh, I heard that. Don't it back? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I, I figured, uh, congratulations on that, man. I figured that's the, the next in the, in the line of evolution. I don't think you got to keep Moving forward, yeah, so. exactly. I'm the only narcissistic person, though. Joey call his shit, uh, what is it, uh, New Evolution? Uh, and then you got this, hindsight. Oh, this the bottom line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Nigga, New Evolution. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> yo, your show is called show. the bottom line, right? Yeah, you talking about the, the station. I'm yeah. so narcissistic. Mm-hmm. My shit is Jonah Bay Radio. And the show is gonna be Joda <laughs> <Jonah> Bay Show. <laughs> I'm I'm more into marketing. I, I put my name on everything so it's very easy to find. Right, right. Type the name in you know. Boom. Yeah, you gotta you gotta think that way in business. That's why it goes right along with the lesson Joey taught tonight. You know, it's all about branding. Is your brand recognizable by the people? You know what I mean? Like, so that's why I do it, even though people think I just got a big ass head. No, well, I got a big physical head. You know, my personality ain't on no big headed shit. Right. Right. And I, and I say too, man. Shit yeah, and we, you know, we study this higher knowledge over here. And I know a lot of the, a lot of these big time companies, they put sigils up in their, up in their brands too. So, you know, we need to start doing that for ourselves and bringing the energy with. Thirteen. All these motherfuckers yeah. do. They put the thirteen in they, in they shit. You can go to look at McDonald's. They got thirteen in they shit. I, 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 yeah. I, I, when I started learning that, bro. Listen, when I started yeah. learning that, I put a sigil in my uh, in my logo for my record label, and I'd be damned if it ain't always made me money. Yep, yep. But you draw in energy. 
Right on. I got two different ones, and I made sure that thirteen is up in up in mind, and I'm developing right now. So, yeah, and then they they use our chakra colors too. They use our science is what it is. We just don't use our science. Right. Shit against us. (laughs) Everywhere you go, they're using your shit against you. That's 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 also like remember I did a show on it. I call it spiritual coins. That's why I use my name in everything because what happens is if other people are saying your name, it gives you energy to produce what you want from your dreams to pull it into reality. Yeah. You know, if you can get people talking about you and thinking about you, it will make you money. Yep, yep. That energy, definitely. And um, with that, with that being said, um, when you when you start that that business or that trust up, like as far as the credit side of things, especially for the trust, do you obviously you know you want that trustee going in to get your bank accounts and everything? Um, how does that work with with credit on the trust? They're going to be the ones, you know, getting the credit cards and everything for you. Um, is it important that that trustee doesn't give them a social, or does it matter if that trustee gives a so- gives their social as a trustee when they're doing that stuff for you? Don't you want to answer? You want me to answer? Okay. Uh, see, now it depends on what kind of trustee you have and what kind of trust it is. Now. If it's the car trust, I'm telling you, get a trustee with regular license, social, all of that, right? But if it's mm. a business, depending on the business, no, you don't, you don't want them to use their social. Okay. What, what about for like a house? Like you can use the CPN number. A house, a house, unless you got cash, you're going to have to use a social. Or you got some type of private funding where you could get the house where it's not going through an F- FDH loan. If it's an FDH loan, absolutely, I mentioned that earlier. Yeah, yeah. If you're an entrepreneur, yeah, if you're an entrepreneur and you want to get a crib, you got ten percent down. You come holler at me, and, and we'll put you in a crib. Okay, that's cool. And uh, well, I mean, like, uh, kind of like similar to the car trust, I guess. Like, if it's a house, it's a family house, it's been paid off, and you just want. You just want to go ahead and put it in a trust, like a family trust or something like that. Yes, you can. Does it? It doesn't oh, matter no if the trustee has a social or not. Okay. It doesn't matter. That now, if if that house was completely paid off, and I'm I'm giving it to a trust, I don't want no one to have a social. I'm gonna do that privately. I'm actually gonna actually literally sell the house to the trust but I'm going to have the trust pay me gold or silver and we're actually I'm going to make sure I do it at a closing table where the trust actually owns the house through conventional methods why? because y'all be doing the transfer y'all be doing quick claim deeds and when you do a quick claim deed they don't really recognize it that the transfer has been done It's kind of like, all right, let me give you the example of a car. 
That's like me and you do a private contract saying that you own my G-Wagon. Nah, nigga, what you want to do is have the trust pay me for my G-Wagon. You get the title. You take the title and register the title down at DMV. So now the trust is the actual owner of the G-Wagon. And my name nowhere on it. You see what I'm saying? That's what you want to do with the house. Okay. Full, full closing. Yeah. You have them. Okay. The trust pay and silver and gold. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, it sounds like a little extra care might need to be put into some of that paperwork then when you draw up the, the contract for that. And then, uh, well, they, they, that's pretty much all. Thank you, Pretty much all I had. Okay, Doc. Uh, yeah, on the way out, I was going to ask, ask both of y'all what y'all thought. You know, just, you know, hearing y'all last couple of weeks and everything, you know, talk, you know right. talks about the securities and everything like that. What do y'all think about, uh, I guess it was a brother, he was around, I think, before I really got into the information, but I heard he was like, he came and he was rich and balling, uh, like Yahweh being Yahweh or something like that. I was wondering if y'all knew much about him and if, if he might have hey, uh, got to that. There's a brother that then. came and he knew about Yahweh being Yahweh. What about him? And what about him knowing about what that got to do with securities is what I'm asking. I, I'm confused. Because <laughs> I, no, I heard about him and the stuff that we were talking about, and I was wondering if he might have been somebody that had found that information out in the past and you know, he was coming to bring that back because I heard he got like, you know, he got caught up or locked up or something. They did something to him. I don't know much about that. I don't think that's what you asked me. I think, I think what you asked me, nigga, is about the securities. I I pulled up the actual law. Did you actually pull up the law that I was reading to you? No. Huh? No, I pulled See, it up. I haven't read it yet. Right, I no, said, I, I said, I so if I'm reading you the law, why would you be asking me about some nigga that was down with Yahweh Ben Yahweh? Uh, you know, I'm not talking about him. I don't even know who you're talking about. But nah, this shit got to do with the treasury and what they created to, to do this bankruptcy. You know, the only reason why you got securities and all that is because of the bankruptcy. There is no money. But what you got to really realize is that there's securities done all over the world because there's no goddamn money. But see, this is why I'm going to finish reading this shit to y'all so y'all could really comprehend. This shit ain't no hocus pocus. Everything runs off the securities. You know, what I was Everything. reading to you was called the Trust Indenture Act of 1939. Right. Right? And it's chapter 38 of the 73rd Congress approved May 27, 1933. This is all a part of what they call the New Deal. This is the only reason. The way America is running today is off of this act right here. So, I'm going to answer your question. Hell no, I don't got shit to do with Yahweh Ben Yahweh or anybody else that was associated with I'm reading you the actual law. I don't know if someone's taught this law before. All I know is I'm teaching it now, and I'm going to read, read you what it says and break it down what it means. You see? 
Right. That's what's up. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, I got the PDF, and I'm, I'm following following along with you on the first right. step, re- re- and I'm right just kind of following with you. Yeah, because this shit is written all fucked up. No, nah, trust me. I tried to uh, I tried to look at it, and I was I realized I really need to get that get that hurt. dictionary, that commercial dictionary out. It's kind of like yeah. Just, let me just say, basically like reading yeah, the, let me the say UCC. This too, man. When, when you reading this shit, man, you need to also be looking at the regulations under the SEC. That will also help you to understand securities in terms of businesses, because a lot of times the businesses what what are done is what's known as um, uh, pitch decks. Okay, and when they do these pitch decks, they have what are called pro- uh, private platform placements inside the pitch decks, okay, specifically for businesses who are trying to raise capital. They do it through security investments. So when, you, when you're when trying to learn about securities, it's very important that you are reading under the SEC regulations along with that manual that you gave and the definition. Okay. See, now, what I want you to know is all of that is predicated off of this act. Now, you can look up, you can look into the dictionary, business dictionary, but none of that means anything. You have to deal with the definitions they gave you in this act. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, I'll give you an example. Number 14, the term state means any state of the United States. Notice it didn't say of the United States of America. That means any state in this act means the 14th Amendment state. You see what I'm saying? So if you if you were to just look up the word state, it would give you every definition of state in a regular dictionary. Like I said, when you read the law, you gotta look up their glossary of what the definition is meant in that act. Yep, because right. they make up their own definitions. Yes, yeah. they yeah, do. That's, that's part of the legal ease. Yep, that's like how you taught us with the IRS. We got to look at their definitions when we're dealing yes. with their stuff. Yeah. In other words, the jurisdiction of this is the definitions of these. No other jurisdiction's definition is good for this act. And believe me, what Joey was just talking about, I'm going to tie the lesson back into all of that anyway, because y'all got to know. Y'all got to know that every case that y'all have, everything that you buy, you give them their, your social, they make a security. They have securities out there with your name on it and want to lock you up and want to uh, charge you when you're supposed to use that security to discharge the whole shit, that's called subrogation. I'm taking y'all somewhere. And if they don't use the security, they made you into a slave. You see what I'm saying? Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going to break it all down. But I told y'all, y'all got to be able to get the Q-sips and stuff like that for it to prove that's what they're doing. Now, I, I don't have the, the hookup for y'all just yet. I'll be bringing it when this time. Right now, I'm just getting y'all acclimated to it. Yep. Yeah, I see, I see where it's headed. 
I know you, you mentioned where we had to end up in the first place, so I see this is gathering all the information and prepping us for that point. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about That's prepping cool. y'all. You can't, I can't just give y'all the lesson and give y'all some shit y'all ain't never heard of. I gotta give y'all time to study and all that shit to get to the point. You know? Okay. See, because when I'm teaching y'all, I'm not giving y'all my opinion. What I'm doing is giving y'all the actual law. And I think that's the difference between us that teach. You know, Akeem, uh, Joey, and me, you know, we all teach y'all from the actual law. No, no, no ambiguity. If it, if it is ambiguous, we didn't do it. The law did it. And we're going to try to clear that up for you. Hey, that's it. We had a time. Yeah. I ain't going in overtime tonight. So we got to get Already? Yeah, that's the show. Damn, that's I feel like show. I'm getting kicked off. <laughs> nah, I ain't going in overtime. I got to take the call, man. So I ain't going to keep it on. You can stay on if you want to. Go, you but I, I'm not keeping it on tonight. I got to go. No doubt. Make sure y'all come to the seminar this weekend. We're going to be in Philly. Go to makemorecommerce.com. Go to jonabay.com. Make sure you check my man out. His new station over there as well. Jonah Bay Radio. Uh, Jonah Bay Radio. 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 I have a link up for it on my site soon. So if y'all want to listen to the shows. Because I got it set up now where y'all can listen to the shows on my site. So I'll have a link up soon so y'all can y'all can find my man's shows. If y'all go to my site as well, you'll be able to see get all his shows. Right. And of course, we're still gonna be doing our, our Friday show over here. So keep it moving. Yep. And I'm I'm tired. Hell no, man. I gotta get up out of here, man. I'm gonna say peace to the gods. And uh, we're gonna holler at y'all, man. We out. Michelle, can you tell London to come here? I still can't find this shit. Yeah. Come experience life as we know it. As some of you should know it. Yeah, yeah. Place. Marcy. Brooklyn. Action. Well, y'all know the action. I got the shorty on my block, always clocking my rocks He likes the style of profile, I think he won the mock He likes the way I walk, he see my money talking Now honey talking, I'm the hottest nigga in New York And I see his hunger pains, I know his blood boils He wanna run with me, I know this kid to be loyal I watched him make a few wins, the cop his little sneakers and gear Then it's just enough for re-up again I see myself in his eyes, I move from Levi's to guess the Versace Now it's diamonds like Liberace, that's just a natural cycle Nobody wanna be like Michael, where I'm from, just some niggas who bounce from a gun. We out here trying to make our white into cold green. I could help shorty blow out like Afro Sheen. Plus, I could relive my days of you, which is gone. That little nigga's peak, it's time to put it's him on. Come on, hold my own weight up in my crown. Got to lock it down, and when they run, it's in my crown. Pick up my chest and make some loot. Got to lock it down, and when they run, it's in my own loot. I'm out here slinging, bringing the drama. Trying
come up in the game and add a couple of dollar signs to my name. I'm out here serving, disturbing the peace. Life could be better like my man reclined in plush leather seats and selling weight. I'm selling eight bull 16, trying to graduate to push your quarters, y'all. I ain't gonna sweat him, I'ma let him come to me. If he give me the nod, then these niggas gon' see. I'm tired of vegan out here round the clock and breaking days and chasing crackers up the block for my pay. I'm staying fresh, so chickens check. I'm trying to step up to the next level, pushing vets through the jets. Diamonds reflect from the sun directly in your equilibrium and stunned. I'm waiting for my day to come. I got the urge to splurge. I don't want a lifetime sentence, just give me the word. It's time to kill them all. Can't hold my own weight up in my crown. Got to lock it down and when they run, it's in my crown. It's time to come on. It's sick of my chest, it makes them lose. Hey fella, I've been watching you clock. Who me holding down this block? It ain't nothing. You the man, nigga. Now stop fronting. <laughs> I like your style. Nah, I like your style. Let's drive around the world. Cool, nigga. Here's a fact. Oh, gee, I ride with you for free. I want the long-term riches and bitches. Listen to me. You let them other niggas get the name. Skip the fame. Tenth hour, a hundred G. Keep your shit the same. On the low. Yeah, the only way to blow. You let your shit bubble quietly. And then you blow. Hey, keep it cool. The only way that people fool is let them show his hands and you play your cards. Then these do deal and I understand. Don't blow your dough on hot. The only thing I got in this world is my work and my nuts. It won't break up for nobody. <laughs> I like your resume. Pick a day. You can start. From now until death, do what's part, nigga. It hold my own weight up in my crown. Got to like you're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation.